Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have your GM's The Moan, D Money Allen. I am the dream. <clears throat> you don't want to Prime say that right now, Demon. Tra- Prime I'm time. Live. Jesus Christ. Prime time, Travi T. I thought you already introduced me. I'm sorry. I was trying to do my, my plug or my whatever, my intro. I was going to say tried. I'm live and in concussion, but. I tried, but. All good. But John jumped in. So I'm not really clear to be here tonight. Saying, I am the dream. And I was like, you don't want to say that right now. You don't want to say Travis, that. I run to be here. I'm what? Not late sanctioned night, to be here. Yeah. Late night, Keefy Keith. Uh, you fucked up Damone's entrance again. Can I? Can I show you how to do it? As oh, always, you, you got a little brown on your nose, though. <laughs> wipe that off. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, T13 Media proudly brings to you the Book It Boy of the Year, Moan Dog. <laughs> Demon dog. <laughs> I hate you and him for that. Every time you do this, it gets worse and worse. Yeah, this you're you're a great and faithful servant. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy how how hard Keith and Demon go to try to be the best tag team in podcasting when really it's prime time and the bad guy. But that's fine. Keep the bad guy. All this TNA. <laughs> Late, uh, or not late night. Right. Uh, Lil Fudge. Mike Will made it. And Kenny, but Ken, bad guy Kenny's not yeah, in his chair. Travis went, went for the hot tag, and no one was there. <laughs> All this to beat TNA. He left, me, he left me concussed in the middle of the ring. What a heel turn. <laughs> All right, it's... So tonight we are doing our finishing the third round of the book adverse. Um, tonight it's going to be Keith and myself, and I'm excited to see what Keith has, seeing as he was finishing it right before we went on. <laughs> Literally um, moments before we went live, I wrote the last line. So we're going to go ahead, and if you haven't listened to any of it, go back and listen to all the other episodes because I definitely recommend them. Tons of so, material. Because if you're just jumping in now, there's a good chance that you won't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, all right, so Keith. Okay. Let's, let's hear your show. Because you opened the thing, so you're it defaults to you. Big demote every time. <laughs> I forgot we do this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's covering me up, so we're not good. Just take that off. You Mike was asking no, yourself. Just take the logo off. Mike Perfect. Was Perfect. <laughs> Okay, so we are at Capital Punishment, and it is live from Washington, D.C., as you would with a pay-per-view titled Capital Punishment. <laughs> you should have been the capital of Canada. Went to Can- say, you should have went to Canada? What's the capital of Canada? Uh, uh, Ottawa? No, not Ottawa. No. Exactly. <laughs> it's Montreal. No, it's not. It's definitely not Montreal. It's the one right across the Quebec. border from Buffalo. No, Quebec. No. Toronto? Thing. It's Toronto is no, not, not the no, capital of not Canada. Toronto. Jesus Christ. I was thinking, no, I was thinking that Buffalo was across from Toronto. I didn't really we think that. literally have it. It's like, it's, it's like three, three, two or three hours away from Toronto. This, this motherfucker actually teaches fucking <laughs> geography. Yeah, we have geography. a geography teacher. It's Ottawa, though. I already Googled it. We don't have our, our Canadian <laughs> it anymore, so... 
I'll say you said you said that like she still works here. It said anymore. Kevin Kevin doesn't work here, guys. And Mr. Geography teacher, what's the capital? I just told you it's Ottawa, bitch. I googled it. Oh. Well, I wasn't asking you. I was asking the teacher. Well, we're not in the capital of Canada. Well, we're in the Travis did what I do before I teach a lesson and Googled it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, in the habit of KEW bringing up bringing people back to life, <clears throat> we have James Brown performing "Living in America" to open the show. Wow. <laughs> we have a we have a time machine. He's literally just copied Rocky Four. Oh yep. yeah, it's the, it's the it's the whole thing from the Rocky Four <laughs> with Ivan Drago coming up from the stairs. He just got the script <laughs> copied and pasted into his notes. <laughs> I did. I did. Let me scroll past all of it. <laughs> so for the first match, we have Brian Cage versus a blindfolded Santino. Oh right, I forgot. About as you, that. if you remember, Santino is forced to wrestle the remaining of his matches. I blindfolded. <laughs> Why you like got one of the worst ratings on this whole thing? You're like, yeah, let's bring this back. No, but you, you, hey, no, I respect Keith. You have to follow through with your story. No, I agree. I agree. I agree with John. And also, I, I think I rated. I'm pretty sure I rated the Bailey versus Santino match pretty high because I feel like that match would be hilarious. Let's I be honest. Uh, like, I'm always. But, Santino's like my R-Truth. I will always rate him high. Uh, I thought Bailey was the, the sleeper in that, to be honest with you. I think she would have a hilarious moment. She'd have, And it would be a good... I feel like it would be a decent match. Like, yeah. they can wrestle. <laughs> okay, so, Brian Cage versus a blindfolded Santino. Over the past several weeks, Santino has been getting himself into unfortunate situations due to having his, to be blindfolded. <laughs> He's entered the wrong locker room and gotten beaten up by the women's roster. He spilled coffee on Kane and got choke slammed through the catering table. And tonight, he bumped into an injured Stephanie McMahon, who's injured from her match with Bianca Belair. And Stephanie tells Santino that he needs to stumble his way down to the ring because he has a match right now. So Santino blindly walks down the ramp. Wait, wait, question, question. He has to be blindfolded all the time. I thought it was just in the match. Whenever <laughs> he's he has, on TV. Can, can he does he have a seeing eye dog? <laughs> no. Oh, he should have <laughs> added a seeing eye dog. Brian Cage. He has a seeing that. eye dog, but it's a <laughs> little dog. No, no, you you already said no. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you lose, there's a 50 cent, 50 cent no seeing eye dog tag. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. So Santino blindly walks down the ramp and stumbles his way into the ring. When Brian Cage's music plays, uh, the machine makes his way to the ring and Santino tries to talk his way out of it, uh, trying to reason with Cage, but Cage just pie faces Santino down to the mat. Uh, this match is almost a squash match because for obvious reasons, Santino's blindfolded, uh, with Cage ha- mostly toying, toying around with Santino, um, Santino does go for a roll-up on Cage, but Cage quickly kicks out at one and proceeds, proceeds to beat the ever-loving hell out of Santino. Cage goes for the pin after hitting a drill hammer in the middle of the ring, but before the ref can count three, he lifts his head up, breaking the pin. He throws Santino out of the ring and sets up for a drill hammer on the entrance ramp and plants Santino into, and drags him back into the ring, uh, tosses him in with ease and puts a foot on his chest for the pinfall victory. 
This kind of took a sad turn, honestly. <laughs> like all like the the hijinks were funny, but now he's just getting tortured. <laughs> These are war crimes happening. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, so I hate this being your opening match. Um, <laughs> it feels like a and I don't like the match itself because I feel like it's it's just gonna be watching Santino get his ass whooped. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna give it a two. I'll go next. Um, I think this is this like I just said, this is a pre-show quality match. Uh not opening match material. I don't think this is gonna get the crowd hyped at all. I think they're gonna be kind of mm, meh about it. Um, I think it was pretty predictable. You got blindfolded Santino versus Brian Cage. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I don't know. And then the minus I'm giving you a two to begin with, but minus the 50 cent dog tax. So that's a 1.5. Jesus. And the issue is even if Santino wasn't blindfolded, I still like, I it'd, agree. Be, it'd still be a not great match. This confirms my theory that Travis is so concussed into thinking you're Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that just means he's ready to give me low scores to begin with. <laughs> You're mad about something John just said. <laughs> you did say no. All right, uh, I'm gonna go. I don't hate this at all. I'm gonna give you four point five. Wow! Wow! I only took the, the half wow. off. The, the, I hate the, it here. I hate it here. I, I hate it here. I have no problem with the placement. Mike, did you? Are you concussed too? <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Look, yeah. it does come down to the wow. fact that he he leaned into it he continued on a story i think the placement on the card was good depending <laughs> on what's after this anyways um i like it 4.5 that's mm. I'll, I'll go next i'm gonna give it four actually <laughs> Uh, one, because I agree with everything Mike said. I think this is a, cause not every opener has to be like a hype match. Some openers are for the meme spots or for the, like, you know, the predictable matches. Like it, there's different kinds of openers. Sometimes it's not always going to be your you Seth Rollins be. banger match. That's called you know? the pre-show. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But only dorks do pre-shows. <laughs> no, only successful companies that have rosters <laughs> big enough to do pre-shows. Do okay. Pre but we have 25 or- people. <laughs> We don't have those rosters, so so fuck you. Uh, I, 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 and I love Santino. It's an automatic high rating. I think Brian Cage is a suitable person to beat the shit out of him for, with no pity. So I My think goal was to make Brian Cage look like an absolute dick. Like You did. But you eh. – The ramp, they made him look like a total asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny? All right. Well <clears> – <throat> I, I I gave you a one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I feel like honestly, it would have been better if you had since it is like a meeting match. You should have had Santino win. Is what in my opinion is what, what should have happened. You should have like had with him a roll, roll up. up. What I was yep. with a roll up to win it. So that way, it's kind of like what like he won the match. I think that would have went up to a three. I would make. Or but, if you even if you had him well, win by Ryan okay. Cage, like Santino winning is a five for me though. <laughs> if Santino had won and then like by roll up or yeah by roll up or by accident somehow accidentally wins, um, <laughs> okay, and then but Brian this... Cage beats the living shit out of him, that would have been better. I would have given you like a three and a half or a four. 
That would have been way better. Yeah, because then, then, then it would have built to something. It would have built to something. This was kind of just like, okay, we're still torturing. Like, like you said, we're still torturing Santino Morello where it should have been. Yeah, it was just a squash on top of that. He, he can already beat him, I feel like. So him being blindfolded does nothing to me. Like it's just like I, damn, it's like he's really whooping on him. What was the reason I, for this match? He, Stephanie's mad at him. Cage. Stephanie's mad at him. That's why. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I knew he said it, but yeah. Okay, I so, I just couldn't remember what the storyline reason was. This is definitely a middle of the story match. I don't think this is the payoff. So he still has one more pay per view to to fit to tie it. And get it, you know, tie it up, wrap it in a bow, uh, and deliver us an actual ending. So here's well, my. I gotta, I gotta go based off of what's going on right now. Yeah. Also, sure. though, also, I'm just gonna just to rebuttal Mike for a second, then we can move on. Is I don't <laughs> think that there's a reason to have anything else. This was a definitive ending. That if with Not Santino winning, Santino with Santino line. winning, no, 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 but I understand that. But I'm talking about Brian Cage versus Santino. For Santino to, if he would have won that match, it would have set him up as this meme underdog that had it the the, the crowd yeah, can get behind. Is- you know what I mean? Super baby face. It's like they're all out there, like, oh my god, look at this shit. This is crazy. But I like Brian Cage losing. is beating the fuck out of him. Is just Brian Cage yeah. beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he does it, keep losing, and that's a problem. But. Okay, I'll, but then he finally builds up to the big win at the end, though. Right. That's well, yeah. We'll see. What I'm gonna is. give it another. We're gonna see what happens next pay per view because that's that's gonna be that's gonna determine if if the ending sucks on that, then expect a low score. Keith <laughs> <laughs> is secretly rewriting the whole thing in his brain. He's like, like oh, must make fantasy win the world title. Definitely not deleting it. <laughs> All right, uh, go to your next. So the next match is oh, I'm so nervous about this one now. Is Vader <laughs> versus Brock Lesnar? Oh wow! <laughs> what is it? I want to hear it. Vader versus Brock Lesnar. I'm here for it. No, and you know what? That wouldn't be the worst matchup in the world. So if he books this the way Velveteen Dream versus Brock Lesnar was booked, I, I'll like it. <laughs> so let's so Vader has been on a roll, uh, winning several squash matches against unsigned, not local talent, but just unsigned wrestlers from around the indies. Um, he's let's see. Uh, Lesnar, on the other hand, has lost big match after big match. Uh, one night on Dynamite, we see a backstage interview with Vader while he's working out, and he says that he's the biggest, strongest, baddest motherfucker in the locker room. And there ain't nobody that can wolf? beat him. Is he what? Is he wolf? You said it was Vader who said that? Yeah. Oh, wolf. yeah. 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 Of course. He's he always say that at the end. He says he's a beast. And speaking about beast, that little bitch of a beast, Brock Lesnar, can mm. can can take these muscly arms. <laughs> Sorry. Went off topic. Muscly arms? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lost my place. Uh, <laughs> he says that he's a beast, and he's not talking about that little bitch of a beast, Brock Lesnar. Later, we see Lesnar uh, being asked about Vader's comments, and he, ex- he responds with a challenge to Vader for uh, capital punishment. So pretty simple setup. Two big guys just want to fight. 
at, cop- at Capital Punishment, uh, the two behemoths stand toe-to-toe in the ring. The match starts in the two lock-up collar and elbow tie-ups, with Vader driving Lesnar back into the corner, but Lesnar a- able to get the upper hand and drive Vader back. Uh, they shake out and let go of each other neither and lock up again. Neither can are able to drive each other back, and they shake it off again. <clears throat> they start to talk smack in the middle of the ring as Vader puffs his chest out and points towards the ropes. Lesnar hits the ropes and tries for a clothesline, but can't take Vader off of his feet. He goes for another, and still cannot knock Vader down. He goes for one more time, and this time Vader shoulder tackles Lesnar, turning him inside out. He stands Lesnar up on his feet, and Beal tosses him across the ring. It's that type. It's kind where, like, when he Lesnar can sell. So I'm imagining Lesnar gets some air on this, throws across the ring, and bounces off the mat hard. Lesnar stands up in the corner, and Vader charges in with a body splash. Vader bashes Lesnar in the corner with forearm smashes, and he bashes Lesnar for a full four count before the turning around and intimidating the referee. Vader turns back to Lesnar and uses his shoulder to ram Lesnar in the ribs. Again, Vader waits for full four count before turning and intimidating the referee. This time, the referee scurries out of the ring. Vader is a monster right now. Uh, Vader uh, drags Lesnar out of the corner and slams him in the middle of the mat. He backs up, bounces off the ropes, and goes for a body splash, but Lesnar narrowly avoids it, rolling out of the way. Lesnar pulls himself up on the ropes and tries to beat beat on Vader with his forearms and hammer fists. Vader is able to shove Lesnar back and cover up and get to his feet as Lesnar pummels him backwards into the corner. Brock goes up and climbs on the top ropes and continues punching on Lesnar, but Vader shoves him back down to the mat. Vader steps up on the second rope and goes for a big elbow drop and lands on Lesnar's chest, driving his elbow straight through Lesnar. Vader goes for the pin and only gets a two before Lesnar kicks out. Uh, Vader stands up Brock and puts him in a big bear hug in the center of the ring. Brock begins to fade, but then battles back as the referee checks his arm for the second time, makes his way back, building some momentum, and eventually is able to knock Vader down. Uh, Vader gets back up, and Brock tries to go for a German suplex. Uh, Vader tries to battle out, elbowing Brock in the face, but Lesnar holds on tight and ends up being able to suplex Vader. Brock is weathered, but he pulls himself up to his feet and prepares to to go for an F5. He tries to lift Vader up, but Vader elbows him in the face again, and and Vader is able to escape this time, landing on his feet. He bashes Lesnar in the back and stomps him to the mat. Vader drags Lesnar to the corner, setting him up for a Vader bomb. As Vader climbs to the second rope, he poses to the crowd as they boo. Uh, Vader goes for a Vader bomb, but Lesnar quickly rolls out of the way. Vader slowly gets to his feet as Lesnar gets set for another F5, and this time he nails it, pinning Vader for the 1-2-3. As Lesnar celebrates in the ring, he is suddenly blindsided by Brian Cage. Cage attacks an exhausted Lesnar and plants him with a drill hammer in the ring and stands on his chest before leaving the ring. Uh, Oh, before leaving the ring, Cage... Blows like, remember Chris Benoit used to do the snot rockets? He blows a snot rocket on Lesnar and then gets out of the ring. <laughs> That's nasty. It is. Is that the end? We're in a pandemic. <laughs> we are. <laughs> um, okay. I'm in this universe. I need, I need time. 
Okay, I'm pulling so, a John. I need time to form my opinion. So you <laughs> had a five. Care. You had a five. And then Lesnar. And won. then no, I was okay. I was even okay with Lesnar winning. And then you added Brian Cage. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna give you a four. I don't. I'm not a huge Brian Cage fan. Plus, I don't. Like I just watched him beat up Santino, and he just feels odd to be in this match to add it get added into what just happened. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna give you a four. I but agree. I like the matchup itself. To I elaborate, he's not helping. He's not helping Vader. No, like, I didn't think not he going was. Okay, okay, okay. No. So I agree with Demon completely. I'm also giving you a four. All right, I got my opinion. I like the match. I think the match was probably about like a four, but I don't like Brian Cage being involved. Sec, like, what ten minutes after he just finished his fucking match, like he's enraged. He's on. A, he's he's. Is he going to come out in the third match too? Like, is this, this going to be the Brian? What pay per view no. is this? Is this Brian Cage in every match? <laughs> yeah. So locked down. Every you, match I'm, is Brian Cage. I'm going to give you <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Go to hell, John. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give you a three and a half. Uh, I want to go next. It's contrary in time. Um, see, I actually don't love the matchup. Uh, I think like I like Vader okay. I, you know, I fucking hate Brock. There's already attacks in place for him existing and winning, but <laughs> I do like Brian. So because he's like what Bro- it's, Brian Cage is what people think Brock is. Uh, actually good. So. <laughs> I'm going. You're to, fried. You had about a two. I, am I on the show match. with a bunch of people with concussions? Is everyone else so <laughs> clearly? Concussions? You, had a, clearly. you had a two with the match. I might be the most winning. sane person here, and that's crazy. Like you, the way you explained it was a three, <laughs> two for having Brock and making him win, and then back two and a half for adding Brian Cage. So what is your final score? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, you just you just <laughs> threw out forty-five numbers. Steiner math, baby. <laughs> hey, the math added up. I'm going with the solid three. It was a uh, 3.5. Um, I pretty much feel the same way about Brian Cage showing back up again. So um, that's what took us point five. Yeah, but yeah, if it had been later it's on, on card, like it yeah. Been yeah, but it just it just happened. We just saw him. Like <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. so, I'm, so I'm taking. He's still sweaty. Out. He's still sweaty from his match. <laughs> He's not even like, in jeans yet. Break a sweat. <laughs> yeah, like right. came back this out. This man went right. This man went back to the back to like, wait, Brian, he can't. He got to stand right here, gorilla. <laughs> he still has Santino's blood on him. Like, this man just wants to sit down. He just beat up the handicaps. Like we're seeing him again. <laughs> like, this is terrible. He's, he's an awful person. Right. I, I hate Brian Cage. <laughs> yeah. So I guess but, you're doing your job there, but. <laughs> Did we get everyone? So the next match is for the Knockouts Championship. It is Ooh. between champion Jordan Grace with Jim Cornette in her corner. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> versus Bianca Bell versus Bailey. And a triple okay. Okay. threat match. What is the so, character? After double or nothing, game? Bianca. Um, so Bianca is the face, Jordan's the heel, and Bailey's kind of not sure. She was like being silly with Santino, but since then she's become more serious. 
Um, she's she not cheated doing to anything beat Santino, specific, though, right? Uh, yes, she did cheat to beat Santino, but she hasn't like she hasn't really done anything like drastically heelish or drastically face. Okay. She's probably a t- the tweener of this. Fair enough. So go ahead. Uh, after 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 double or nothing, Bianca is focused on regaining the knockouts championship. She goes into Stephanie McMahon's office and demands and threatens Stephanie that she be giving a title opportunity she rightfully earned. She threatens Stephanie, but not like aggressively. She's just like like a face would do after they just beat up the boss. Uh, Stephanie is, is sporting a new neck brace and a sling, and is visually terrified of Bel Air. Um, before she did you have the, answer, did you have however, the big Bailey forehead burst into the room. Handmade? Of course. Okay. That's, big that's old forehead band-aid for no reason. Like, neck brace, none of this was that bad. So there's a neck brace and sling for no reason. Um, let's see. Just like Triple H. Before Stephanie can answer, <laughs> before Stephanie can answer, Bailey bursts into the room. She also believes that she deserves to be number one contender. Uh, and Stephanie makes a match between the two with Jordan Grace as a special guest referee. Uh, the match goes on on an episode of Dynamite. It's a pretty standard match. Uh, the two competitors beat each other down and go for pins, but Grace is aloof and lacks luster with her referee duties, kind of not paying attention and like not really like enthusiastic about the the match. So she's not calling pins or not like calling like rope breaks and counts and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> let's see. So Bianca and Bailey have a good match, but before the winner can be determined, Grace gets tired of them both and takes them both out with a clothesline and just walks out of the ring. Uh, This leaves Stephanie with no choice but to make a triple threat match at Capital Punishment to the dismay of Cornette and Grace. Bianca and Bailey make their entrances, but when Grace's music hits, she's nowhere to be found. Bailey and Bianca start to shove each other and begin to fight in the ring. And they lock up, and Bailey tries to take down Bianca, but she's too strong for her. Bailey attempts a suplex, but Bianca counters with one of her own. Uh, the two <laughs> continue to fight it out when Jordan's music hits, and she comes down to the ring. Uh, this time, champion struts her way down the aisle. She slides into the ring, tosses the title to the ref, who rings the bell. She slams both women down to the mat and postures to the crowd. Uh, Grace is vicious with her attack and, attempting, and is attempting to destroy both competitors early, making an early night. Uh, of course, Jim Cornette's on the outside being obnoxious. He's like losing his freaking mind, cheering her on and like slapping his freaking racket on the, on the steps and shit, like being all extra loud and obnoxious. Uh, let's see. Grace tosses Belair out of the ring and goes to pin Bailey, but she kicks out at one, which only appears to upset Grace further. She picks Bailey up and Gorilla presses her over her head. She walks to the ropes and throws Bailey down onto Bel Air and then demands that the referee count them out. And uh, Cornette's like losing his mind, still in the corner, like yelling at the ref, like, count faster, count faster. Uh, <clears throat> Bailey and Bel Air start to stir and climb back into the ring, but Grace is right on top of them, stomping on, their, on her challengers. Grace stands on Bailey's back by the ropes. Uh, Bianca has gotten to her feet and gets into the ring and levels Grace with a drop kick to the back, knocking Grace out of the ring. Uh, Bianca goes to pin Bailey, but Grace breaks up the pin by dragging Bianca out of the ring. Uh, before uh, before Grace can hit Bianca, though, Bianca fights her back and goes to throw her under the steps, but Jim Cornette is standing in front of them, blocking her. 
Bianca is about to throw Grace into the steps when <clears throat> uh, Bianca is about to throw Grace into Cornette, but Grace punches her in the gut. As this is happening, Bailey has gotten up and climbs to the top rope. Bailey dives down on Grace and Belair, taking them both down. Uh, Bailey throws Grace into the ring, or drags Grace into the ring and goes to pin her, but Grace kicks out. Bianca tries to get in the ring, but Bailey slides down and drops kicks her back down to the outside. Bailey sets up for a Bailey to belly, but Grace powers out. Bianca slides back into the ring and pounds on Grace. Bailey and Bianca double suplex Grace and fight over who goes for the pin. Bailey swings at Bianca and she ducks and hits a German suplex to Bailey. Uh, more spots of the match uh, include Bianca uh, is able to get Grace up and gorilla press her above her head and slam her to the mat. Uh, Bailey missile drop kicks both of them. Uh, Grace hits the fall from Grace on Bailey, but Belair is there to break up the pin. Belair and Bailey th- uh, end up taking Cornette after he interferes again, uh, taking Cornette and throwing him over the announce table, eliminating him from the from the match or from the equation. Um, Bailey tries to suplex Belair off of the top ropes, but Bianca knocks her down to the mat, and Bianca goes for a 450 splash, nailing Bailey. But before she, for the pin. Grace lifts her up and hits a jackhammer on Bianca and pins her for one, two, three, retaining her knockouts championship. <clears throat> okay. Um, I personally think it's a really good match. Um, I'm going to go with a four and a half. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Kenny. I think it's a good match as well. I think the wrong person won. I think Bailey should have won. I feel like you were talking, making this a big thing about how Santino was the thing holding her back, and then she lost. So if she doesn't snap and turn into a brutal psychopathic heel, I don't know what's what's next for her. It just seems like it's like repackaging Carmella to have her lose to <laughs> Sasha Banks seven times in a row. <laughs> um, don't get John started. <laughs> Repack, but you gotta mean something. I right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was. I'm gonna give you a four. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm gonna give you a four as well, and I do think the wrong person won, but I don't think the same person as Travi. I think Bianca should have won because you've been think- doing the whole thing with Bianca and Stephanie, and Bianca overcoming the odds of Stephanie trying to screw her. So I'm going to give you a four as well. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of agree with you too, Damone. I think you booked yourself into a corner where there was two people that had to win and they both lost. Hmm. So that's okay. kind of, I, I kind of, I'm with you. I mean, that does build I'm, some heat on Jordan Grace in a way though. But it's not, it, it sacrifices two other stars for meaningless heat. You could get heat other ways. Yeah, it just depends on who he wants to push long term. Because if the plan is to push the shit out of Jordan Grace, then it's a thing. Uh, I agree, but then you're you should have put made a different match. You have other women on your roster. That's what I'm. What my thought process is: sacrifice someone else, not two people. You just, you, I mean, oh, Bianca uh, Belair just came off the Stephanie McMahon win. Bailey, Bailey's being repackaged into a more serious character. Both of them needed that I win. I do agree with Damone. I'm also going to give it four and say that Bianca should have won. 
but I don't think it's egregious. I think you I don't either. No, I, I don't think it's crazy. I don't but... think Bailey had to win. I think Bianca should have though. You don't like Bailey, so I don't. Well, it's not even just that. I just don't think coming off of beating Santino is that important that she wins the women's <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the point in the repackage then? Did did Keith say that there's a full on repackage or just a slight change of behavior? Either way, what like the whole point was that the the reason they the Santino Bailey feud happened was because they were losing and they were saying who's the weak link, who's the weak link, who's the weak link. She won to prove she's not the weak link, and then went and lost her next pay per view match. The Saint Santino though. <laughs> so maybe, Still, maybe they're both weak links. Maybe they're the point. Was frivolous. The, you are <laughs> the weakest link. That's my point though. If it's frivolous, it, it's a waste of time to the, the audience. Only the strong can move on. I, 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 I see what you're doing, Keith. You're doing like the Spartan kind of thing. I, I see it. <laughs> Get rid of the weak I, I, I like Jordan Grace. I'm gonna give it a four. I mean, we all gave it fours, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, was going to arguing. Like, I was going to uh, give it a four point five. Mm. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. All right, what's your next one? <laughs> all right, next match is a boiler room brawl match between. What Kane. are the rules of the boiler room brawl? You have to get out of boiler the boiler room. room. Two, two. Okay, because there I've seen it in different ways. Like either you had to get out of the room itself, or you had to make it all the way to the ring. Oh no! The one with Taker and Mankind was you had to go make it to the ring. Oh yeah, was that that was a weird one? <laughs> I think that was the <laughs> first one. Yeah, <laughs> they just repackaged uh, the match. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just have a slight modification of behavior, guys. It's okay. <laughs> I hate you. John, John threw a fit for six months about fucking okay, Carmella, but Carmella Keith got does the same thing. Keith does the same thing, uh, and he's like, "It's okay, it's okay." Pardon me, it's okay. I'm gonna say this before Keith starts. A repackage is new outfit, new entrance, new nickname. A slight change of behavior and demeanor is not a repackage. And a, an alignment change is a is a is the same thing. Yeah, but matter. she was still a heel. She was just slightly more. She was just a different type of heel. Who? Bailey. Bailey wasn't a heel before. She was a baby face. Was she the baby face in that feud? Yes. Santino and her were friends. They were partners, tag team partners. I thought yeah. ba- she turned yeah. on her tag team partner and she did to beat him. That's heel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but she was a total meme heel in that match. He sounded like right. the T Rex from Toy Story. Okay. We're going to let Keith go. All right. We're, yeah, yeah, we're let getting, Keith go. Sorry. Let Keith go, please. Me and Travis. All right. All right. This Old shit. ass man. <laughs> so, this next match. Is a boiler room brawl between Kane with Alexa Bliss and John Moxley? Is it so? Wait, I'm confused. Okay. Is it a triple threat? No, no, no with with Alexa Bliss. That's, that's so. Like John Moxley manager. is on his side. John Moxley is against Kane. It's okay, Kane the way John okay, Moxley. the way you worded that sentence made it sound like they were. Yeah, all that three. Yeah, it sounded like, yeah, it sounded like <laughs> they were all three. I mean, she met Randy Orton. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, sorry, Kane and and Alexa Bliss. I no, I definitely think Kane, with was the right way. Yeah, Kane okay. with Alexa Bliss versus. Yeah, you didn't John say Moxley. that. John Moxley. <laughs> you you okay. left out the versus part. Gotcha. Yeah, you said you said yeah. You said Kane with Alexa Bliss and John Moxley. So I was like, are they all together or are they? <laughs> they're, just fighting, like, they're fighting the air. They're fighting the door. Is it's Alexa Bliss going to be in the in the the boiler room? 
So this is going to be a cinematic match. Okay. But uh, she's going to be in the boiler room. Yes. Um, so Moxley is fresh off uh, double or nothing, helping the Book It Boys beat the right to censor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, he cuts a promo telling the audience that he feels incredible, almost godlike, but better. He feels like Kratos. Wow. It's time for him to start hunting down some gods. And he calls out the gift of the gods' champion, Cain. Uh, instead of Cain, Alexa Bliss comes out to the to the to the entryway. Uh, she's still covered in dirt and looks undead, like a, she was buried alive. Uh, she's speaking in riddles to Moxley, and, but he's having none of her shenanigans. So he storms up the ramp, but as he does, a wall of fire separates him from leaving the rampway. You've called his name. Now he must dispose of you. Mutters Bliss over and over again as she chuckles and leaves the arena. Uh, the following week, Moxley has a match versus Just Incredible, and as he goes for a paradigm shift, the lights go out and the ring is set ablaze, leaving only Moxley in the ring. Moxley must dive out of the ring to the ring floor to escape the flames. Obviously, that's the close of the show, so don't worry about the ring setup, Trav. <laughs> Um, (laughs) the following week uh, Alexa Bliss is on the Titan Tron cutting a promo and and walking through a boiler room he was kept in a place just like this never able to see the light never smelling the air you think you can stand up to him you don't even have what it takes to find him and the screen goes blank Uh, the next week Moxley is searching all over the the arena for the boiler room he finally finds the door, and he goes t- into the room. Immediately, he feels an unbearable heat, hotter than any boiler, ro- boiler room ever should be. Uh, the, light's di- the light is dim, aside from one stitch of red light coming from the back room. He walks back and reaches for the door, but the doorknob is scalding hot, and he burns his hand. Suddenly, Alexa Bliss p- appears behind him, and the screen goes blank. <laughs> so, at Capital Punishment... We find a tied. A, we find John Moxley tied to a chair in a chamber inside the boiler room. He's struggling to to get his arms free, and he's finally able to free himself by like standing up and dropping on his back to to release the, or to break the chair. Uh, he hears whispers and giggles from Alexa Bliss, uh, but he can barely see with the light so dark. He walks past a boiler vent that bursts open with flames near nearly singeing his face. Uh, the giggles become louder as he maneuvers through the boiler system. Steam and fire all around him, or like steam and like little boiler, like like from Home Alone. <laughs> uh, shadows scurry by just outside of view, and he runs after one of the shadows and turns the corner only to run into the seven-foot monster Kane. Moxley immediately goes to swing at Kane, but his punch is caught. Kane throat chops him like he does that, like right up in his throat, like. Visual or audio <laughs> listeners would love in this part. Like, Kane <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes to throat chop Moxley, knocking him back against a hot pipe. Moxley tries to force, or Kane tries to force Moxley's face onto the pipe, but Moxley back elbows Kane and he escapes. Moxley turns around to fight him, but Kane is nowhere to be found. Mox continues to search his way out for a way out, following the giggling sounds. 
he finds a pipe on the ground and grabs it and starts to call out Kane's name, bashing on the boiler rooms uh, or the boilers and the pipes and stuff. Uh, let's see. A lit door swings open and Moxley tries to make his way over to it. And as he does, flames shoot up from the floor and Moxley is knocked back. Out of nowhere, Kane's hand grab Mox, grabs Moxley by the throat. Kane lifts Moxley up with both hands and slams him against the wall. He's choking Moxley against the wall when Moxley with the pipe. Uh, Mox catches his breath and starts to bash Kane with the pipe across the back. He tackles Kane into a large piece of fencing and kind of tear each other up. Uh, some of the spots include Kane grabs a shovel and hits Moxley over the back. Um, Moxley takes like a lump, like a handful of coal and like rubs it in Kane's face. Uh, he ends up looking like when he first took off his mask, except without the weird hair. Um, Kane chokeslam Moxley, chokeslams Moxley through a table with glass plates on it. Um, Moxley get, is able to get back to the upper hand and takes barbed wire wrapped around his hand and punches Kane in the face, busting him open. Uh, he goes for a paradigm shift on the concrete and nails Kane's head to the floor and crawls towards the door. Moxley barely makes it to the door when a door bursts from bursts with flames coming up from the inside. The door slams shut and Moxley is immediately attended to by medical staff and rushed away from the door as smoke continues to pour out of the door. So Moxley won. Yeah, I was confused who won. So, so he won, but like he just barely up. escaped. Like Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. So this is a Christmas, but he didn't win party. the he didn't win the championship. This wasn't for the championship. So okay. he's all that he didn't get the belt. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was he like he went looking for him and he didn't. He got basically got kidnapped, right? Yeah, right. Bro. So my favorite part listening to that was like, wait a minute. So he's tied up against a chair, but there's cameras in there, and they're not going to help him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, to be fair, it, it's wrestling. It's really I get it. No, and I, I know, but the only thing I can think of is this man's got kidnapped, and the cameras are just fine being in there. No, they problem. can't interact with the subjects. I mean, they yeah. can if somebody's actually being kidnapped. All right, there could just not be cameramen. There could be just cameras on tripods. I'll yeah, you could do that. I'll start this one off. I didn't think it was a bad match at all. I think it's funny how you try to use the cane as the fiend because you know I got the fiend. But um, I, I'm I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it four, four, four dollars. I think it was a pretty good match. Um, even though I'm not a fan of boiler room matches, but that that wasn't bad. Um, I'll go next. I'm gonna give you a three. I don't think it was gr- terrible. I don't think it was great. So I'm just gonna give you a three. Um, I like some parts of it. I didn't like. I didn't 100 percent like the ending. Um, I also in this one, I kind of think the wrong person won. I think Kane should have won, especially if it's if I think Moxley. If it was for the title, Moxley should have won. But because it's non-title, I would have rather Kane win. That's why I took a whole point off because. It wasn't for the belt, so he did all of that for nothing. I feel like yeah, you did all that. Well, he got burned alive for just cause. <laughs> so my thought process here was the idea of a of a boiler room match is someone has to escape, and it doesn't fit Kane's character to try to run away. Plus, making it not for the title and not like uh, I guess not necessarily a sanctioned match 
was kind of my thought process of Moxley winning. He gets out, but so, I'll give you an extra so, quarter. So I'll give you three point two five for your actually, explanation. You, you actually, quarters. you actually just talked me down. What? <laughs> yeah. So you just said Kane had no. No reason to run, run away. So Kane wasn't going to win that match no matter what. Kane wasn't even going to try to win anything. That is a good point. What, what the, was the point? That twenty five cents away. It's back to a three. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 I just I I understand your thought process, but as a segment, I could see that. But it's not a segment. It's a match. That I'm giving you. A, I'm giving you a three. <laughs> you look confused. I, I said it wasn't it, okay, so it's it wasn't. A but you're match. saying it's a bro, it's a bro, it's a it's a it, boiler it, room match. He, you win, <laughs> right? It's a boiler room match, boiler right? <laughs> Did you say boiler room boiler broiler? broiler? <laughs> say it's a bro, bro, bro. boiler room brawl. It's a boiler room. Boiler boiler. The boiler, boiler, boiler. Thank him for the mic. It's, it's all hot, anyways. There's so much uh, going on in that room. <laughs> either way, it wasn't a match. He got no. And, and Kane wasn't gonna win anything. It, like he, there was no no motivation. I feel like so. It's three. Oh, man. <laughs> well, between Travis or John, uh, I'll go next. Um. I'll be honest with you. I didn't like this <laughs> at all. I thought I'm with them, but it doesn't make sense. Why is John Moxley doing this? <laughs> There's no belt. I, it doesn't. I, why was Kane? Kane had no will to win. Like Kane was like, "Hey, you gotta run. You gotta run away to win this match, and I ain't no bitch. So I guess I'm gonna lose." <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I don't understand that. I don't like either guy in this match. I mean, like Kane's cool. Like, Kane's usually cool when he's fighting like really athletic guys. Like that's that's where Kane's best matches are, when he's fighting a guy that just likes to, like, Bruh. yeah. John Moxley is like a a diet mankind to me. Wow, he's like, diet stone cold to me. Same difference. It doesn't. He, yeah, <laughs> he's just wacky, and I don't know how I feel about that. He's diet new jack to me. <laughs> well, the point we're getting here is it's, new, it's not new, Dean Ambrose, it's Diet Ambrose. <laughs> new Jack Zero. Um, yeah, right. Like I so the the over I'm just gonna it's it's average to me. It's two point five. Right in the right in the smack dab in the middle. That's not even smack what it dab is. in the middle. <laughs> what it is. What's it? That's not even smack dab like that. I thought the low score was one. If you're gonna do like that, well, score point five. Oh, well, you are, you are. So never mind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm actually, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna give this a four. I actually was very entertained by it, nonetheless. Like, yeah, there's a lot of logical flaws. Yeah, <laughs> that lacks a lot of things like athleticism and technical ability. But you know, get entertained me. And that's all What's that matters. Technical about a fighting in a boiler. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, lacks, it, it lacks the things that you would want in a lot of wrestling situations. Okay. But you entertained me, and that's all that matters. 
John went, just started off like, I'm going to be really harsh today. And he's just been throwing around money. <laughs> I was pretty harsh with the Lesnar match in comparison to everybody else, but that's the Lesnar tax in play. Uh, uh, you know, I actually did like this idea. It, it was fun. Like, I get what you were going for, and I'm sure the execution would have been fun. Okay, okay. I love a good meme match, and this was a meme match to me, even though it wasn't intended to be. I would be, wa- to be, I would be watching yeah. it as a total meme and loving it. Uh, so the next match is for the KEW Championship. Uh, champion Andy Orton with with Pat McAfee at his side versus Velveteen Dream. Sorry, I enunciated there. Wait, is this the main event? No. Okay. So, the night after Double or Nothing, Pat McAfee throws a celebration for Randy Orton, complete with champagne and women. Uh, However, Velveteen interrupts the festivities and makes his way down the ramp and into the ring. Dream talks about opportunity and how Randy Orton has been given opportunity after opportunity, even after he's proven how much of a shitbag he really is. Shitbag. I like the play on words. I like what you did there. Thank you. Uh, Dream oh, talks I didn't about... even catch that till just now. <laughs> Dream talks about seizing opportunity and he grabs a bottle of champagne. Um, just as he does, Pat McAfee goes to swipe it out of his hands, but Dream pops the cork and nails McAfee in the face. Uh, Dream slips out of the ring with the bottle of champagne just before Evolution can get their hands on him. And he takes a sip of the champagne and tells Orton that the Dream will see him in Washington. Uh, over the next several weeks, Dream tries to get in the head of Randy Orton. He he takes he doesn't get he doesn't drive the limo, but he takes the driver and like has the driver drive him around in Evolution's limo. Uh, he sneaks into their dressing room and makes alterations to all their suits. Um, and Dream makes a point to try to steal the scene anytime Randy Orton is on screen. Uh, at Capital Punishment, Velveteen Dream's theme plays, but he does not come out. Uh, Randy Orton, or excuse me, Greg Hamilton and the announcers are confused, so they go to announce Randy Orton. The champion makes his way down to the ring and looks confused, and the referee starts to count out Velveteen Dream. But before he can make it to the 10 count, the Dream's music hits, and Dream saunters his way down the ring, and he's wearing what looks to be very similar to Cowboy Bob Orton's entrance attire. With Ew. the little vest and the cowboy hat. <laughs> and he's got Ew. cowboy looking boots on. Yeah. <laughs> Trying Ew. to get in Randy's head. <laughs> it's, it's Old Town uh, Road, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Dream enters the ring and Greg Hamilton goes to make the announcements. He introduces Dream, then Randy Orton. But before the referee can ring the bell, Dream starts to shove McAfee and McAfee starts to go after Dream. The referee holds McAfee back and has no choice but to force McAfee to leave the ringside area and head to the back. So he does the whole, like, you're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream has outsmarted the champion, eliminated Pat from the equation. Orton works a slow, methodical pace, grounding Dream with holds. Velveteen Dream builds up some momentum, attacking the champion's ribs. Uh, some of the spots of the match include uh, Orton back suplexing Dream onto the announce table as he is done like every match ever. <laughs> uh, Orton goes for a punt kick on Dream, but Dream counters with a roll-up. 
nearly getting a sneak win away. Uh, Dream lifts up Orton for a suplex and hangs him over the ropes, like how he lands his ribs on top ropes. Um, Dream takes Orton and tries to hit a, or goes to hit a rope-assisted DDT, mocking Orton and even doing his signature pose after he plants him into the mat. Uh, Dream goes to the top rope and nails a double axe handle. He continues to steal Orton's movesets, stomping on Orton's arms and legs. Dream is bursting with confidence and begins to get cocky. He lifts Orton onto his shoulders and tries to go for an F5, mocking his past opponent, Brock Lesnar. But Orton is able to counter with him with an RKO from out of nowhere. Orton crawls over to Dream to make the pin, but Dream is able to get his foot on the rope. Orton sets up in the corner for a punt kick to Dream, and when he does, Dream counters again, this time hitting a, a Dream Valley driver. Velveteen Dream is visibly hurting, holding his neck as he climbs to the top rope for a purple rainmaker. Dream leaps off the top rope, but Orton is able to catch him and plants him with another RKO, and Orton pins Dream and successfully retains his championship. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's a that's a damn near perfect match. Not gonna, you know. That's why I was, that's why I asked if that was your main event because that's a that's a great match right there. So I'm giving it a five. Hey, I am also gonna give it a five. I I went back and forth on thinking Dream should have won. But I also see where you're going with Orton, so I'm going to give you a five. Plus, I think it would be a dope spot to see Orton go or dream to go for the um, purple, rainmaker. The purple rainmaker and get countered into an RKO. So, and I think they would have a killer match. Yeah, and so. Dream doesn't get hurt by this because Dream just fucking squashed Brock Lesnar last show. <laughs> Don't forget that that happened. Dream can lose as many matches as he wants in KEW. Never Velveteen Dream squash Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to give this a, a five across the board. That's good. Mike, you can go next. I'm going to give it a five. Hey, here we go. I was waiting for Mike to be like, I was going to give it a five, but there was no seeing eye dog, so I got to take off 50 cents. <laughs> five. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Love it. Awesome. So this is the this is the this is the main event, and it is a a triple threat doomsday cage match for the tag team championships. What is a doomsday match? What is that? Yeah. What the fuck so is that? Is that the one where you got to climb the, the yeah. towering cages? Yeah, climb, climb you gotta climb to the third level. Cage. There's, there's a ca- there's like a hell of a cell, and then there's like a steel cage up there, and then on top of that, there's a shark yeah, a cage, one. and you gotta right. climb all the way to the top. Ready right to rumble, man? Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> WC, yeah. WC, and like, is that that's from the movie, the top right? Cage is where yeah, and then they use yeah. it in real life. I hate that. <laughs> Isn't right. that the one where what's his face won the title? Arquette? Did yeah. he win it in that match? I'm pretty sure he did. I haven't, I have, to, I haven't finished David got that far of my rewatch. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure David Arquette won. No, the, no, I I match. is it it's not? No, no, he did no, that he in the movie. He pinned Eric Bischoff. That's garbage. I, I'm in 2000. They that finally was the added greatest Nitro. wrestling move of all time. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. All right, let's. I just watched the. 
I just watched the David Arquette documentary on Hulu, and it's actually really. I heard it's really good. He's he's actually <laughs> legitimate now. Like he. Oh yeah, he wrestles. Yeah. He wrestles legitimately. Um. So this triple threat tag team championship match is between the Lucha Brothers, who are the champions, uh, Ron Simmons and Billy Gunn, representing Bullet Club, versus EC3 and Cody Rhodes, <laughs> representing Evolution. I forgot. Okay, Ron, Ron Simmons. Billy Billy Gunn. <laughs> I forgot Bullet they Club is the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, so after Double or... This is going to be a long one, so I apologize now. After Double or Nothing, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix await the arrival of Evolution in the parking lot because of how they were beat down by Evolution at Double or Nothing. Uh, they wait all night until a couple of men pull up on motorcycles. It's Ron Simmons and Billy Gunn. Uh, yeah. And... <laughs> they walk up and kind of do some friendly trash talking with the Lucha Brothers. Um, nothing serious, mostly just jabs at each other, like, hey, how you feeling after getting your ass kicked? Shit like that. Uh, the four men decide to wait for Evolution together and continue to trash talk and shit talk with each other. Uh, Stephanie eventually comes out and tells them that she gave, she just got off the phone with Pat McAfee and Evolution have decided to take the night off. But if they're looking for a fight, then they can head to the ring and have a match against one another. Uh, the match takes place and it starts out as friendly as a fairly friendly match. Um, that is until Billy Gunn trips Ray Phoenix as he's hitting the ropes, causing the uh, causing Ray to fall. Um, the four bicker and kind of get to shoving each other and get more intense after that. Uh, the match gets more physical, and they start to really try to rock each other. Um, it looks like Simmons and Gunn are about to put away the uh, the Lucha Bros when, from out of nowhere, uh, from out of the crowd, EC3 and Cody Rhodes attack. Uh, they grab chairs and start to beat down the other four guys and just level them with chairs and beat them up. And um, let's see. Uh, after that, over the next several weeks, it is on site with these teams. Like as soon as they see each other, they are at each other's throats. Uh, one week, the Lucha Bros storm into Evolution's locker room, um, which causes Bullet Club to join in on the fight. One week, Evolution jumps Bullet Club in the parking lot, and Lucha Bros come out, uh, end up helping Bullet Club, but Simmons and Gunn do not want their help and begin to shove them. Each time security and officials are called in to try to break up the fights, but the three fights, but the three fight off most of the security. Um, by the third week, Bullet Club is waiting for Evolution again in the parking lot when uh, Lucha Bros come out to the parking lot. The team start to fight out there and come, and come to blows as Evolution arrive and hop out of the car, and the three teams immediately start to brawl. In the excitement, Ray Phoenix kicks Billy Gunn, causing Ron Simmons to come to the aid of his partner. And Simmons body checks, not like a pounce, but he grabs him and like hurls him up onto a car and like throws him over the car. Like a back body uh, drop? No, not like a back body drop. Like if a, like if you were charging at someone and you like Kamehameha them back. <laughs> like Oh wow. All right. <laughs> uh Pentagon charges at Simmons and the brawl continues as security moves in. Stephanie is furious and fed up and announces that the three teams will compete inside of the Doomsday Cage at Capital Punishment. Uh, the three teams at Capital Punishment, the three teams make their entrances and there's a big fight feel as the light dim, lights dim and the three teams stand in the middle of the ring with Greg Hamilton announcing them. The championship belts glisten as they hang from the inside of the top cell and the bell rings. Uh, EC3 and Cody Rhodes slowly back out of the ring and slide out in hopes that the other two just start to duke it out. 
But instead, Lucha Bros and Bullet Club climb out of either side of the ring and surround Evolution and start to gang up on them. Uh, Bullet Club gang up on Cody and Lucha Bros gang up on EC3. Uh, let's see. A few of the spots include Ron Simmons throwing Ray Phoenix high into the air like a back body drop or like a like a flapjack and just toss it like just tosses him up with like don't care. Um, he gets a lot of air. He what? He gets a lot of air. Yeah, like, he nearly hits the top of the cage. Like the cage okay. is only fifteen. I think a, a wrestling ring is like eight feet tall, so the cage is only like maybe fifteen feet up. He almost touches it. Like yeah, he almost throws him up into the cage. All right, bro. Uh, let's see. Where was I? <clears throat> EC3 and Cody end up uh, body checking Billy Gunn off of the apron into the cage, which busts Billy open. Uh, the Lucha Bros do a dual suicide dives to the outside, ramming their opponents into the cage. Um, the action begins to spill out of the first cage with Billy Gunn fighting with Pentagon and their partners not far behind them. At this point, this leaves Evolution inside the first cage, and EC3, EC3 slams the cage door shut as Cody goes to pull a ladder from under the ring. Cody slides the ladder into the ring as EC3 goes behind the ring steps and grabs a chain with a padlock. Um, he locks the cage door just as Bullet Club notices what he's doing. Cody gets on, gets the ladder set and starts to climb up as EC3 taunts Bullet Club. He reaches behind the stairs again and pulls out bolt cutters. He slides in the ring and hands them to Cody, who starts cutting away at the fence above him. Uh, by now, uh, Lucha Bros have started to climb the cage, climb the first cage, and Bullet Club starts to follow after them. Cody has cut a hole in the top of the first cage and climbs into the second, but he accidentally drops the, the bolt cutters back down to the first cage. Um, at this point, Lucha Bros have made it to the top of the first cage and began to climb up the second, but Bullet Club yanks them down, and the two battle atop the first cage. EC3 picks up the bolt cutters and hands them back to Cody, and Cody starts to cut through the top of the second cage again. Uh, as Bullet Club and Lucha Bros fight just outside the cage, Bullet Club get the upper hand, slamming both Lucha Bros into the second cage wall. So then they set their focus on what Cody's doing, and uh, Gunn and Simmons grab onto the fence of the second cage and rip the wall off the hinges. Uh, Cody looks on in horror as the two... Um, start to go after him. Uh, just then, Lucha Bros are back to their feet and jump on the Bullet Club and Cody. And as EC3 tries to climb up the ladder to help his partner, uh, Lucha Bros end up kicking him and knocking him back down to the first cage, into the ring. <clears throat> uh, Bullet Club and Lucha Bros beat up on Cody together and then turn their attention back to one another. They fight their way to the edge of the cage with Simmons and Gunn getting the upper hand. And they back Phoenix and Pentagon up to the edge and Bullet Club end up throwing them both down onto the announce tables. Uh, as the crowd wait, chant, so, wait, so they're outside the cage now? So they've been outside. So you climb to the top of the cage yeah. and yeah, they're outside the, the second cutters cage. Out. Yeah. Okay. So then they throw them down onto the announce table and as the crowd chants, holy shit, holy shit. EC3 climbs up the ladder and into the second cage. He helps Cody up, and the two go to attack Simmons and uh, Gun. Uh, Cody chop blocks Simmons in the back or on the back of the leg, and EC3 uh, pounds on Billy Gun's back. 
they beat down gun slamming his face into the into the steel um and cody starts to climb up to the second cage as simmons gets simmons gets to his feet to save his partner simmons tries to stop cody but and climbs up to the second cage and is able to grab cody's boot before he can make it to the door uh, ec3 gets up and grabs simmons slamming him down on the cage cody reaches for the door to the third cage but before he can get there billy gun slips snips away at the floor below him with the bolt cutters causing cozy to lose his balance and fall ec3 goes to attack gun but he hits carter or but gun hits carter with a, a famouser on the cage simmons and gun climb to the top of the cage the second cage as cody lifts himself out of the hole that they created cody stands up and uses the wall of the cage to hit to disaster kick simmons off the second cage as he falls down to the first cage on ec3 uh billy gun and cody battle atop the second cage and gun backs cody up to the edge cody looks like he's going to fall but out of desperation cody claws at billy gun's wound on his forehead gaining the upper hand he hits billy gun with a crossroads as ec3 climbs up the cage and cody opens the third door and grabs the championship belts ec3 rolls gun off the edge of the cage and dropping him down to the cell below and evolution stand atop the doomsday cage as new tag team champions as capital punishment goes off the air okay so i'm gonna be honest there were points where i lost where the hell anyone <laughs> was <laughs> like and i needed like i needed a map for where they were that's a hard match to lay out yeah um <laughs> it's hard match with six people two right. three tag teams right also i feel like the lucha bros like were just like barely in the match i feel like they were like in it for like two segments or see two spots and like just disappeared right. um i'm gonna give you a three and a half <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm about the same way. Like, like the fact that I, I get a three and a half too as well. What messed me up was you said Cody looking in horror. I, ever since ever since you said that, I kept picturing him like. <laughs> but but yeah, I was at a, I'm on a three and a half too. Uh, it's, I it's I I just feel like the last match. I feel like Randy Orton and Velveteen Dream should have been the main event. That, that's that's where I was at. It's not a bad match. I feel like it's full of spots and everything. It's not a bad match. I just feel like that match is just. I would be more excited about Velveteen Dream and Randy Orton going at it than this triple threat cage, whatever this cage match was. Doomsday cage match. Yeah. <laughs> I I disagree. I think that this had to be the main event. Yeah, I think uh, if you're gonna I think do the, the Doomsday, Doomsday had to be the main event, but didn't have to be who was in it. I, I don't mind any of this. He's been doing this little this little faction war type deal. This is all it everything plays into everything. This is long term booking. And I'm not I'm not mad at it. Now it's long term booking. Now he's all about long term booking. <laughs> when was I not? Hey, that, that, that's <laughs> AEW fans in a nutshell, though. They say everything's long term booking when it's convenient. <laughs> when was I against long term booking? It, it wasn't you were against it, but it felt like you're arguing against what I well, said. It was part of a story that we well, we can't we can't give him the benefit of the doubt. We got to judge him on what we see here, here and now. We can't tell him what we wanted him to see next week and give him the 
the score based off that. Yeah, we, but, we're, we're just going to tell him <laughs> next week. He's anyway, I mean, it feels like yeah. it. Uh, no, I'm going to give you a five. Hey, I thought this was, I thought go. this was a good a good main event. It was good. Now, if I'll be honest with you, this seems this feels like the cap. If you come back next show and you have another fucking Evolution versus Bullet Club match, I'm gonna be like, Ugh. I feel like you're <laughs> stretching it too thin. <laughs> but that's that's how I feel right now. I feel like, feel like we're good. All right, John. I feel a little bit weird about this actually, and. Here's where my my asshole Raider comes in. The match is already weird, but you know it with the right combination of talent, it could be really fun. I don't think that's the collection of talent you put in this. <laughs> I think you put a weird mix of styles in the match um, that don't really make this exciting. Uh, like the Lucha Bros themselves, if they were a bigger factor, maybe. Uh, but I feel like the Lucha Bros should be in this with like not that you have the Young Bucks, but a team like the yeah. Young Bucks, like all like a bunch like Hardys, like fucking Spot Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, it yep. should be degenerate Spot Monkey bullshit. You, we don't need a Ron Simmons and a Outlaw Billy Gunn and a bullshit, Cody, what you're looking for and a Cody Rhodes and all that. It's just I don't know. I think Cody Rhodes would be fine in it. Ron Simmons and uh, Billy Gunn would be a little weird. They're the muscle mix. I think Billy Gunn would be okay because he was super athletic. I just think if you're, I think you don't need Ron Simmons and y'all really gonna do this. Y'all really gonna badmouth Ron Simmons in 2021, the year (laughs) of Black Excellence, first Black World Champion. I like all these people as individuals. I think the mix of styles and the match is. It's weird. <laughs> it, it's a little odd. Styles fitting. make matchups. I know, but this is this is odd. It's an odd fit. I'm gonna give this. I feel like this match would have like a lot of like. Okay, now it's awesome for these five minutes, and then these next five minutes are kind of dulls. I'm waiting for it to pick back up again. Um, I'm gonna give this a three and a half. It has potential. The match type is fun, but the combination is odd. I agree with the combination being odd. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go three point seven five. <laughs> I was so scared with Mike. I was expecting like a two. <laughs> Mike was a, was such a wild card here for me because I thought he would go one or five. Like I didn't think there was any middle ground. That's how it felt when yeah. Kenny gave my main event to two. <laughs> <laughs> you saw what the you saw what the Matt Hardy yes. crash he did. Yes. With the, with, with the fucking cliffhanger ending. <laughs> yes. Don't spoil it for Travis who hasn't rated it yet, but don't give it a oh, fucking two oh, like Kenny. <laughs> I thought he had seen it already. Yeah, that shit. I'm, yeah, I, mean, I haven't I watched it. Match, yeah. It was just the fact that I feel like the world championship should end on a fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> that's, that's showbiz, baby. All right. To Demo. So all the rating. Demo, yeah, I gave you. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. first. I give you three and a half. Because yeah, I remember three I said. Half. I needed a map, and I needed a map, <laughs> and I feel like the Lucha Bros just were like in there to be in there. I agree with Damone on that part too. That kind of like they were the probably the team that needed to be the most utilized, and they were the least utilized. Like I, at one point, mm-hmm. I forgot they were in the match. I again, I don't blame you for it's, that's a hard <laughs> match. It's a hard match to map out. Right. I get. I get that. So I. I mean. Yeah. Make better choices. 
It's just Ron Simmons <laughs> is so big. Like it, it, I'm assuming this is prime Ron, Ron Simmons too. Like he's oh huge. yeah, this is prime. <laughs> like he's huge climbing this cage. Well, it's prime him and prime Billy. Like they're both like Jack. They are the power. Like the well, and so is EC3. But well, with Billy Gunn, he was tall and he was like not. I ain't gonna say lanky, but like he was toned. Like he was toned, so he could still yeah. do that and it looked right. He's Ron Simmons is huge. <laughs> like, <he's on> the <laughs> All right, so. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm gonna book then, right? That's yeah. Yep. We're on the WCW. Hey, I hate right. how you did that. That segment was terrible. I'm, I'm gonna book then, right? right. Travis yeah, is already well, gonna raise every word Mike on. says. I'm just trying to move it on. I know if we were, I was gonna book or if we we're gonna do an ad. Travis is like um, uh, one dollar for Mike's introduction to his book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, so we're doing World War Three. Uh, nice. The pay per view opens. Israel with versus big... Palestine main event. <laughs> <laughs> the pay per view opens with with a video package recapping the last month. One major thing to note is the announcement of a new commissioner that has been put in place by the uh, uh, co commissioner that has been put in place by the uh, board of directors. It cuts to a clip of a promo that Austin had the week after the last pay per view. The board of directors came to me and said, "What?" I said. The people in charge came to me in re- with a request and said, what? The sons of a bitches who make things happen came to me and they said, so cold. What? We need we need someone <laughs> to even the odds against Bischoff and the NWO. Do you know anyone who would fit the bill? I what? looked at them and said, I know a guy. What? what? <laughs> Vincent Kennedy Man joining Austin in the ring. What? He says, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he was a free was agent. Y'all motherfucker, we talked about it. He was a free agent. What? <laughs> he said we talked about it. <laughs> he says that he's here because he's been asked to fix the problem that WCW is having called the NWO. He and Austin share beer in the middle of the ring as what? the video promo ends. <laughs> what? Is he talking about injecting poison? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poison. I thought the same thing. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, you beat me to it. Mike didn't watch that. <laughs> when the the intro ends, it cuts it cuts the Bischoff in his office with his feet on his desk, and he's talking on the phone. Good, good. So you got in town, okay? Great. See you soon. And then it fades to the fades to the it goes to the next. Match. The face of black is with yeah. that so the- right there. That's the cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, no. All right. So, all right. So this the first match is Goldust and Fandango versus uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> okay, this shit's lit. Uh, since the last last pay per view, Goldust has tried out multiple people to be his teammate. He tried teams with Meng, who ended up walking out on Goldust. Orange Cassidy, who was just too cool for Goldust. So Goldust was the one who let Orange Cassidy leave the match with no hard feelings. Uh, Terry Funk, who was just too crazy for Goldust. But when Goldust was ready to give up, he he held auditions backstage. The camera shows people like Dink and Buff Bagwell and Shark Boy all being rejected by Goldust. Then up, then up dances Fandango. Then up dances Fandango. Goldust stands up and says, "Yes, this is it. We shall dance." In the same <laughs> in the same locker room, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are getting ready for a match, and Goldust, who who starts to twirl himself, 
fast like a ballerina falls in a luchasaurus. Luchasaurus looks at him up and down, decides this wasn't worth his time when they have a match that night, and they start to walk away. But Goldust, wanting the attention, attacks him from behind, and Fandango joins his new partner. The officials come to break it up, and Vince McMahon comes down and tells them to take it out Sunday in the ring at World War III. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jurassic Express, this is the match. Jurassic Express starts with Luchasaurus and, Fan, uh, and Fandango. Starts for Goldongo. 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 That's nasty. That is disgusting. I hate that. I Luchasaurus starts with throwing uh, Fandango into the turnbuckle and follows it up with, with a big kick to the face. Fandango falls into Luchasaurus but gets cross chopped as he falls into uh, as he falls into Luchasaurus. Uh, Luchasaurus tags Jungle Boy and Fandango gets back on his feet. Jungle Boy and Fandango lock up and Fandango kicks Jungle Boy and runs against the rope and slides into Jungle Boy who jumps out of the way. They trade counters uh, and evasions and blows until they lock up again. This time, Jungle Boy throws Fandango into the ropes and Fandango stops himself and tags in Goldust. Goldust, Goldust gets in the ring and barks at Jungle Boy and bites the air. <laughs> he locks up with Jungle Boy and is able to get Jungle, Jungle Boy's arm behind him. Um, Jungle Boy... Reads uh, in pain, but is able to get out of it quickly. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Riz, I can't. Riz, riz. Rives? Yeah, I can't. Why did you write that word if you don't know what it is? I knew how to say it, but apparently I was wrong. Um, <laughs> apparently you didn't know how to say it. Apparently not. Uh, also, I was going to let it. that go. Then the most had to come in for this. <laughs> All right. Shut the fuck up. Let me. I know what he was trying to say. I was like, huh? He's breathing. He's, in he's, he's in pain. He's a, it's a, there's just a Christmas a Christmas uh, circle thing in there. He's breathing <laughs> in pain. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, uh, with that tag, Goldust backs up and gets his body in into the mat and puts his head up and <laughs> his body in the bodies he's loving. He, he puts his body. Yeah, actually, this would be a great spot for that. Um, he. He gets he gets back up, gets his body into the mat, puts his head up, and then uses his finger to call over Luchasaurus, like seductively. Uh, Goldust licks, licks his finger, then bites the air. Luchasaurus isn't playing around and picks up Goldust and throws him against the ropes and clotheslines Goldust. Goldust falls uh, falls and then rolls out of the ring, screaming, "Why? Why would you hurt me like that? I thought you cared." All this foreplay. <laughs> Luchasaurus goes to the ropes and tells and uh, to yell at Goldust to get back in. And Fandango takes advantage of both Luchasaurus and the ref looking the other way and pulls down uh -huh. Jungle Boy from the apron. He punches uh, Jungle Boy and throws him into the barricade. Then he slides in the ring, but Luchasaurus hears him and turns around and gives him a big boot. But Goldust takes. That takes advantage and slides into the ring and the and turns Luchasaurus around, then blows gold dust into Luchasaurus's eyes like gold dust. You know. All right. Be, uh, <laughs> being temporary blind, Luchasaurus starts to swing randomly, hoping to hit his opponents. 
Luchasaurus gets lucky, knocks down Fandango, and then falls in the corner where Jungle Boy was is able to get up and tang himself in. Jungle Boy gets right up to the top rope and does a Canadian Destroyer off the top to Goldust, then rolls off. Uh, suddenly, Luchasaurus, now able to see, gets up and pulls Goldust up with him, then performs a tail whip kick. As Goldust spins from the kick, Luchasaurus picks him up and then passes in midair to Jungle Boy and finishes off uh, with a powerbomb for the win. Uh, I want to start this one, if that's okay. Sure. Because I, I feel like I have some... I, I, I love the idea. I have a few points I do have to hit on. Uh, one, I don't love that Goldust and Fandango are heels. I feel like their buildup is very face Goldust. Like, you're like, oh, I really want him to succeed. And this is funny. And a little bit of pity for the fact that he can't find the right partner. And then they attack them. Like, I was like, I, I was rooting for Goldust. They should have been... This could have been a face versus face match and been fine. Uh, yeah. So I didn't like that Goldust was turned heel. And I also don't like that they lost when they just formed as a team. I understand building the new talent in Jurassic Express. It, but was but, it a rebrand or was it was it a <laughs> the minor change in attitude? <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna have this conversation later, Travis. We're gonna finish this one out. Uh, you got oh, we gotta go to the principal's office. But, um, he's gonna give I, me a I demerit. I, I think the wrong person won. Um, so I'm gonna give this a 3.75. Uh, I'll go next because I feel like everybody else might have good things to say about this. I hated all of this. I hate Goldongo. <laughs> I hate Goldongo. I, I hate the. I, I hate that they're heels because I agree with what John said. They should have been the baby faces. I hate that they lost. I hate that they. I hated the the sexual innuendos in it. I know that's gold dust, but like I prefer, I prefer, but I prefer like mid twenty tens like warrior paint gold dust, like Darth Maul gold dust, way better than fucking fucking. You you like the relic? I don't. I like silly gold dust. I said you like relic. I like both, but granted, gold dust was a better wrestler in the mid twenty tens because he got in shape. Like he's just so, in my opinion, he's just so much better, and. I don't know. I just this is gonna be like this is a one point seven five for me. Wow. <laughs> what? Because you're just waiting to rate me low. That's what. Um, I gave you like a bunch of fives last week or last time. Shut the fuck up. Um, I'll go next. I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you a three. Most of that's just because you made me laugh at points. <laughs> um, I don't like the. I don't. I hate. Yeah, I hate. Gold Dongo or whatever. How you, you call I don't understand how anybody I, hate I, Gold Dongo. I don't like that. Just, I hate. <laughs> I, hate I don't like them as a pair either. Um, also, I didn't like the heel thing. It also didn't like he just he just attacked them for no. You fe- he fell into them. They were like, oh, it's okay, bud. No problem. Walk away. And he attacks them still. <laughs> like I didn't do shit. He wanted he wanted the attention that he he wanted the attention. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, and I do agree about the heel thing. So yeah, I'm gonna give you a three. Most of that's because there are points where you made me laugh with the mad mad nice. So I'll give you a three. I just don't want them to reeves in pain. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> you, go, you go next, Keith, or you want me to go? Go ahead, go ahead. All right. 
Okay, so I agree with everything John said. Like, I agree they should have been the, the face group in this whole thing. And I, I love the uh, him having the uh, <laughs> him having the tryouts to be his teammate. I think that <laughs> that's gold. But no pun intended. I agree. That was funny. Um, yeah, it was no pun intended. But um, that was one point five of your score. That's where I'm at too. I think that makes up most of it. I I don't like. I'm not a fan of Fandango or Goldust. I do like. The, I do like back uh, on Fandango. <laughs> do like the other <laughs> team for real, but uh, I I would give it. I'm I'm struggling to give it a three, so I'm going to give it a two point five. Yell at him, Mike. Yell at him like he yelled at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, I just, I mean, it's just me. Like, I'm not a, fan. I'm never, never been a fan of Gold Dust. So, but I just think I like this segment with him. So that makes me a little more into it. But I'm not the same way he feels about Punk. I hate fucking Gold Dust. <laughs> I, think, wow. I really do. I right, but him. but Gold Dust is good. <laughs> All right, don't. That's it. Don't, that's don't, it. That's don't make one point five. Below. One <laughs> Fuck him. But, but yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I yeah, I give it a two point five. That's where I'm at. I thought it was interesting. I kind of like Gold Donko because I hated that name. Silly. I don't. I think they should turn face really quick because I just feel like the silliness is going to play better. But um, I'll give you a three. I'm going or you know what he could do? He could keep going week by week, having a new teammate. It is just not working. <laughs> like, <that's laughs> and like it will work though, if you go that route. I like how how this week we've all been like. Anytime a bad thing happens, like something we perceive as bad, we all decide to give them what we would do as our if we were bookers. Like ah, this is how you can save this angle though. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean that's the beginning. <laughs> I mean, all right, the beginning. All right, so I'm gonna go to my next one. So this one. <laughs> did he keep is, rated? Uh, what did he keep give it? He had a three. Uh, okay, okay. Sorry. Continue. So DDP versus Sid Vicious. I'm waiting for Travis to groan. Not that kind of groan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, he's he's all worked up after the gold dust match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So the build is Sid Vicious I- kind of promo. <laughs> Cut a promo visibly frustrated with the opponents that Bischoff put him against. You see him in the back throwing trash cans and hitting anyone he can, hitting anyone and anything he can. DDP is sitting sitting and catering while this is happening and almost gets hit by a flying trash can. Later, (laughs) DDP gets gets a promo, gets... (laughs) Uh, does a promo in the ring, says, Hey, Sid, I heard your plea for a challenge that I'm here to deliver. The bottom line... Is this Sid? I'm the people's champion. I know what people want, and they want your ass laid out. Sid, you and me at World War Three, you will feel the bang. DDT, I don't want to be too loud. DDT goes into the crowd, holding up the diamond, then back up the ramp, turning up uh, back to the crowd, and then does a bang. But Sid comes out and blasts DDP in the head with a trash can. He repeatedly hits DDP and screams at him, I accept. Please tell me this is a bang energy ad, too. So every time he goes, bang, <laughs> he pulls out a fucking bang energy. And no, we don't, we don't fucking support bang. Yeah, it was yeah, a right. uh, Watch out. Oh, he, pulling he the other, other team. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So uh, the match starts with DDP leaning in the turnbuckle, smiling and talking smack. Sid runs to runs to boot DDP, but DDP dodges, and Sid gets his boot stuck in the turnbuckle. Sid turns, and DDP goes for a diving cutter, but gets pushed off. They lock up in the middle of the ring, and Sid uh, pulls DDP in and clotheslines DDP. Sid goes to pick up DDP, but uh, he gets reversed to a neck breaker. The match goes on, and they trade blows back and forth. Uh, eventually, Sid is able to stun DDP and pick him up for a powerbomb, but DDP is able to reverse it into a diamond cutter and pin Sid for the three count. That's it. I didn't... That's that's it. <laughs> okay. uh, I'll go first. I'm going to give you a three. Um, I actually don't mind the matchup. I'm sure we've seen it before. I actually like both guys. Uh, um, we haven't. I looked it up. There's no really? DDP Sid Vicious match. Oh, that's crazy. It would have expected at least one. First time. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be a pretty decent match. So, um, yeah, I'll give it a three. Actually, I honestly think the wrong guy won. I think Sid should have won. But um, also, the people's champion is The Rock, not DDP. No, <laughs> it was the people's champion before um, The Rock. Was. Our, lo- was. our lawyers will be reaching out to your lawyers. So. Go ahead, but um, I got three. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> the people voted, they voted for The Rock, but I'm still, I'm going to give you a three. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, not, the, go. I'm not so sure about this matchup. I feel like it could be really good or really bad, really bad. It, and I'm leaning towards more really bad. <laughs> uh, I just don't, I feel like DDP is going to talk better and like just annihilate <laughs> him on the mic and then as far he's as walking. wrestling he's gonna out wrestle him too it wasn't um, bad diamond dallas page isn't that good in either one of those subjects yeah so i'm gonna go with a 2.5 two dollars fifty cents just because <laughs> i'm not that interested in it yeah i don't i'm gonna go next mike why'd you do this <laughs> like <laughs> because I because this entire thing I used basically my entire roster. That's awesome. Hey, I, 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 I commend you for that. I used basically my better. entire roster, so <laughs> I put together what I could. Hey, kudos to Mike though, because I feel like Mike is making this and he's like he does he's doing what he like he likes. Like he's booking for himself. I respect the hell out of that, but <laughs> I just have to say, like that's what I do. I'm about I'm to, to, I feel it though, so I'm. I feel like he's gonna he's gonna be mad in a second when I give him a score. Sure, <laughs> but he knew what this was when he made this match. He wrote this down uh, and, knew, he, and he I, said, I "Travis is gonna give me a point five. I did it. I, I knew exactly. I, I'm not going to give him a point five, but I'm gonna give him a two because I don't think this was good. Like I don't know. DDP has is the second best person with the people's champion um, finish, and he's the third best person with the cutter finish. And it's just, Wait, I don't know. Who's, I, I might, who's second? Austin Theory. Oh, yeah. I might, you know, honestly, I might put Bubba Ray Dudley over, over <laughs> with the Bubba Cutter. I will. We're not doing that, Travis. Who, who backed me? John, was that you? That. I'm backing you. Thank you. Bubba Ray um, Dudley is a better legacy than DDP. I agree 100%. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a two. because I, I was, And I don't understand the story. 
Like, literally, the story is just that Sid Vicious is a bitch. <laughs> I think it's funny, like, him dodging a trash can. I, I thought that <laughs> cracked me up. You guys, so, you guys like to find one good part of these angles and score high for it. I hate that shit. I mean, but I was waiting for the angle. Sorry he, for being he, nice. He, the trash can. he dipped it. He was like, bro, I'm not dealing with this shit. And he <laughs> but I, I think I'm giving it a solid three, even though I – I personally wouldn't like to see those two go at it, but with the, I think the reason we have the spots and like we tell our spots is to get us be like, okay, Lano Sanders gets more interested in the match. So I, I'll give it a three because of that. I think, I think it would have been a two, but the spots uh, saved it. So I'm at a three. All right. I, I have to actually lowball you on this. I hate both of these wrestlers. I'm sorry, Mike. And I didn't think the story was engaging enough to make that better i know that there's been a lot of matchups where i'm not interested in and the person writes an engaging enough story for me to change my mind this didn't quite do it for me uh this is gonna be a two and a half for me i loved it it, it gave me fresh prince vibes like him that's right. about my Alright, so the next, after that, we go to a segment. We cut to the back as a limo pulls up and the NWO is waiting in the parking lot uh, for the limo door to open. And Xbox steps out. He's greeted Ooh. by the NWO with open arms and, and joy as they start to walk to the back. Alright, and then the next wait, match... Wait, so your big reveal <laughs> is Xbox. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, he has a single victory over Victoria in ECW. (laughs) (laughs) It was a close one, but he really pulled it out. Just double checking. (laughs) So, uh, after to my next one, uh, after Omega beats Flair, he starts to get cocky. The side of him that hasn't been seen yet in WCW. During his matches, he doesn't hold back. Uh, The Nitro before the pay per view, Omega comes out wearing sunglasses and a shitting grin. I know I'm the best talent in this company has ever witnessed. There's nobody on this roster that I cannot beat. In fact, I'm so sure of it that at World War III, I'm putting out an open challenge for my IC title. That's why I didn't... I, I'm going to... All right. So Omega comes out. This is the match. Omega comes out with sunglasses and a shitty grin again. He goes to the ring and uh, looks at the ramp and holds out the IC title. Um, like he's waiting for somebody to come take it. Suddenly, the music hits, and all I hear is, all I really need is one shot, and out comes Chris Bay. The match Base. starts with the Omega and Bay locking up with Omega getting Bay in a uh, twisting wrist lock. Uh, but Bay does a front flip and reverses it into a back arm lock. Omega is able to break free and throws Bay against the ropes. Bay is able to handstand off the ropes and bounce back, and Omega with an, hit Omega with an elbow, knocking Omega down. Both are able to get back on their feet. The match continues back and forth pretty evenly. Both use fast-paced moves. Bay tries to get the upper hand by becoming hard to catch by Omega. Omega gets stunned as Bay runs into the ropes and springboards off to perform a triple C, which is a springboard cutter. But Omega is able to dodge it by rolling forward as Bay comes down to his feet. Omega does a rolling elbow to the skull of Bay, knocking him down. Omega gets Bay up and uh, lifts him on his shoulders to do a one-wing angel for the win. I'll start this one off. Um, I think that's 
I think it's a really good match, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four. I think it's a pretty good match. I think the story to it, not not so much. I think that's why I'm taking the whole point off. But but yeah, I give it a four. I think it's a pretty good matchup. Um, I'm gonna give you a a four. Uh, one of these guys is really good, and then the other one's Kenny Omega. Um, w. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't agree um, with that. I think oh, I think Bay should have won, um, especially if you're gonna make a big deal of him like opening, like coming into the company. Um, He's just a free agent thief. So. Um, Actually, I wrote this before <laughs> your booking. Well, it didn't out. get pre- it didn't get presented before, so that's that's on you. Uh, <laughs> it did, but literally right after we I talked about Chris Bay in the chat. But um, so Damone does I dirty think, money booking. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'll give you a four. I think it would be a pretty good match, uh, mostly carried by Bay, and then um, I think Bay should have won. All this Omega slander, I love it. It's, Why would they let Bay, a free agent, come in? And, and, and Why is he in the company? The like if he's not gonna, he's, he's a free agent. Well, the, if I'm a wrestling fan at home, I don't know that he's a free agent. I just know that he showed up. Okay, well, in, in, showing up, in, in showing up for work, showing up for work does not merit a world or a championship win. Uh, no, yeah, I'm not saying showing but not up. Not being Kenny Omega does. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying just showing up does, but having the element that he could win. It sounded like a lot of domestic dispute going on with the whole he's beating on Bay and all like that. It was like, okay. <laughs> I'm actually kind of surprised that he didn't have Chris Bay win. Um, so I'm going to go. Th- I feel like this would be a really good match. I'll go. I'll go four and a half. Yeah. I'll- I'm kind of agreeing with the group. I'm going to go four and a half as well. I feel I do feel like he, Chris Bay should have won, but I understand your reasoning not having him do so because Damone already put him on his show. Um, <laughs> plus the free agent thing, I understand that. Uh, He's the number one contender. But I, I do, I do uh, feel like you have a good matchup. But Kenny Omega, even though I have a lot of beef with him, he's still competent in the ring. He's not a god or anything, but he's competent. He's not going to fuck a matchup if somebody in there is really yeah. good. It is kind of cool how you took Damone's number one contender and made him lose to your Intercontinental Again, it had nothing to do with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wrote mine before Damone presented and I wasn't going to change it. This is Damone's punishment. <laughs> All right. Let me let me go next. You're the only one so, that's you're left. <laughs> oh, the only one. I, thought, I, thought I, had, I thought there was one other person besides that. <laughs> All right. Good. This is, this is good. I'm going last. So... I am going to go through my process here. Kenny oh Omega God. match. Meh. Is he, I mean, he's the, he's the second most boring uh, wrestler to come out of um, Canada behind only Bret Hart and I've seen Kaya March matches. Just You're kidding, wrong. Kevin. That was just a joke. Calm down. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, yeah, Kenny Omega is definitely the second most boring Canadian wrestler on the planet ever. And... <laughs> But then we got Chris Bay. I don't know. Lance I love Storm Chris exists. Bay. Chris Bay might be my favorite Impact wrestler. Like I love Chris Bay. So that shot him. shot shot it up. Um, <laughs> I think combined they're going to be uh, probably like a, like a three point five for the match. But but having your uh your 
Intercontinental Champion, your mid-card champion, beat the number one contender on Damone's brand, the level of petty <laughs> that is, that gives you another a dollar. So I'm giving you a 4.5, Mike. No, hey, no, no, don't no, argue, no, Mike. That, don't argue. That dollar should be taken away because it was written before he knew about Mike. I, I, don't, believe I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I feel penny. like he saw that's what it was. He saw the opportunity. He took it, and that's the canon I'm believing in. <laughs> and, 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 that's and the petty I, I love. If anything, I was, I the hey, look, look this this to me feels like Raw versus SmackDown when they first or like halfway through the thing and not when they first started. Like, are we're all being too damn friendly with each other? I want to see ruthless aggression, and that's why I saw from Mike tonight. Cool, I like that. <laughs> no, you all didn't. Right. You just saw Mike procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so my fourth match. It's The Brood, which is Alistair Black, Scorpio Sky, and Seth Rollins versus The Heenan Family, which is Flair, Mr. Perfect, and Roddy Piper. Um, the what family? The Heenan Family. Oh, the Heenan Family. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the build, uh, so just like the NWO, The Brood has been gaining numbers and, and power. But unlike the NWO, they haven't been doing it. They've been doing it in the shadows. After his loss, The uh, to Black, Rollins joins Alistair and his brood. On an episode of Nitro, the Heenan family show up in a limo, and in the background you can see two figures standing behind them at a distance with hoods up and unable to see their faces. We follow the Heenan family to, the, to their locker room, and we see the figures follow them from a distance. As the Heenan family walks in a, into their locker room, they see Alistair Black standing in the middle of the room with his back towards the door. Flair exclaims, what the hell's going on here? This is our locker room. Black raises his arm to the side, and Flair and company go to walk out, but are unable to leave because Scorpio Sky and Seth Rollins are blocking the way out. You hear Paul Bear laughing, and the lights go out. Uh, a red light comes on, and the Hina family is laid out on the floor covered in blood. The camera pans to the wall with, come out, come out, wherever you are, written on it, uh, on the wall in blood. Later that night, you see the Heenan family roaming the halls, screaming for Black and company. Where are you, you sons of a bitches? Cowards! Mike today eventually catches up to Flair uh, to get a comment about what happened. You know what, today? I'll tell you what happened. We got Black. You want trouble? You got it, pal. World War Three. me and the Heenan family against you and your goons. Woo! Woo! He was mad. He didn't woo. Uh, he woos. He he woos extra hard when he's angry. Yeah, he woos a lot more uh, when he's he really hard. Right. There's been a woo in, in between every word in there. It's like it's like when girls get mad at you, start clapping between their words. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> All right. So the hey, match concussion brain is really going off. Flair, Flair perfect. Pi uh, Piper and Heenan come out, strutting their stuff, showing off for the crowd. The lights go out and fog fills the ramp around the ring. Uh, fills the ramp and around the ring. Rollins, Sky, uh, and Bearer come out. They start to come to the ring and stop at the top of the ramp. Black comes out uh, from an opening in the ramp, uh, like the stage. The lights turn to red and the brood walks to the ring. They surround the ring and Black gets in the ring first while Rollins and uh, Sky slide in. The Heenan family is now bunched up in the fight-ready uh, fight position in the middle of the ring. Black sits down, and Flair lets his guard down and screams at Black, confused. 
Uh, Black and Sky pounce on Piper and perfect. Flair starts to run towards Black, who quickly gets up and kicks Flair with a black mask. Rollins and Sky throw Perfect and Piper out of the ring and brawl on the outside. Black goes to pin Flair, but Heenan pulls Flair out of the ring. He is able to get Flair back on his feet and rally Flair. Flair slides back in the ring. Flair goes to uh, Black and chops him and woos. Black falls back a little and Flair does it again and again and on the outside, Rollins and Sky have beat down Mr. Perfect and Piper. Both slide in the ring and surround Flair. Flair starts to look around, knowing what is going to happen. The lights go out and then back on. Instead of Flair in the middle of the ring, it's Sting. Rollins runs at Sting but gets hit by Sting's bat, and then Sky runs at Sting gets hit as well. Black stares down Sting. Then Flair uh, suddenly rolls up Black for the three count. Uh... The Heenan family win and leave up the ramp. Black sits there with no emotion, which turns into a scowl. Uh, that's it. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start with this one. Um, I definitely have issues with the victor of that match. Uh, all all this build up just to just to lose that. I know there was some sting interference going on. Yuck. But uh, <laughs> and, and I see where it's going. I, I just don't like them losing their first big match together because of all this buildup. Uh, I feel like they should have won their first big match together. I'm gonna give this a three and a half. It's got the potential. I see where you're going, um, but I, I just really feel like like that would have been a four dollar match for me if if they had won. I I have a question. So. Yeah. Uh, so, how does Sting end up in the match again? He just—he's Sting. He just shows up. He just appears. <laughs> <laughs> the lights go out, and then he shows up, and then who pins who? Uh, Flair. So while Alistair Black was distracted by Sting, Flair decides to roll up Black. Okay, I'm gonna give you a three and a half for that, for the same reasons as John. Um, I actually would have probably given you probably like a five. If you take out the sting interference, I just don't like it. And I don't like, and I do agree that I don't like that they lost their first match. I think it would have made more sense if they won and even possibly won dominantly. Afterwards, and then, and out then afterwards, and then afterwards, like they're doing a beatdown. And then afterwards, Sting comes out and makes the save. I like it more than Sting interfering and costing them the match. And apparently the ref is blind. Um, so, um, it's dark. <laughs> the lights went out. So uh, get some motherfucking yeah. goggles. Look at the gear they got. <laughs> some night vision goggles. Santino is night lighting. Is a is uh doing some night work as a work as a ref. <laughs> so I have a question. Has Sting wrestled on this show yet, or is he just no, keep popping up? Not yet. <laughs> What's he, it? He's like, popping up. No, it's, it's, he, it's he's doing the same thing, thing he does it right now. He's popping <laughs> up. He hasn't wrestled yet. Okay. He's got the record of I'm, O and O for this year. Yeah, I was about to say he's <laughs> popping up. All right. I'm sick of Sting. <laughs> you you want to go or is it my turn? I'm not. I, I was I honestly go ahead, Travis. You pretty much said the same thing. I'm about to say. 
I, I'm I, sick. Of, I'm sick of Sting. I hate this. I hate him not wrestling. I hate. I don't care. My. I don't want to see the fucking the the eighteen months. How, of no, remember, I don't fucking remember care. Remember when, when Travis was like, I like long term booking, and then there's a long term booking. Yeah, I hate long term booking. <laughs> thing ain't wrestled in fucking sixteen years. Well, it's long. Motherfucker just floating around. But but who is he feuding with? <laughs> Alistair Black. Just he just keeps showing up. Jesus, I hate right. it. Like, if Alistair Black don't run this motherfucker's fade by now, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I was Alistair Black, I'd be up in them rafters waiting for him. <laughs> just posted with my own fucking baseball bat. Why didn't the dumb and Teddy Long have snipers ready? <laughs> it's really tall and they're scared of heights. This is just like I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a three point two five. I really thought that was gonna go a lot worse. I did too. The way he thinks. I'm just no, because the only reason I got real animated is because fucking Mike started arguing back with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost, took, I almost took fucking the argument tax out. Fucking pissed me off. <laughs> God, Travis is the worst. He starts an argument with you and then he taxes you for arguing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you know, toxic. You know? <laughs> What's that movie when they have detention uh, on the Saturday? He's just like, I can keep going. Uh, yeah, keep yeah, going. yeah. Uh, uh, Breakfast fucking Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah, That's one of my right. favorite movies, too, so I'm cool with yeah. that. <laughs> All right. Um, also, everybody's shocked I've seen that movie. Anybody? Nope. No, it's I'm a coming-of-age movie, so I'm not okay. surprised. You're right. You know how black people got their movies that you had to have seen? That's uh... a... <laughs> That's, That's a white one? <laughs> well, I don't think I've seen any other white movies, either. No, that I remember in English class when I was a junior, my uh, the guy the English teacher went up and he was a terrible teacher. He's, he was like, "All right, who's seeing the Breakfast Club?" And me and like three kids raised their hands like, "I'm disappointed. We're watching the Breakfast Club." And that was class that day. Sounds, he sounds like a great teacher. Education in Altus, Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> but but yeah, I give it a I give it a three. I'm not really. It's just that that, that Heenan's Heenan's family Heenan Club whatever they're called. They, I don't Heenan. I don't like them as a group. That nursing home's getting lit. <laughs> I don't like that group, but uh, I do like the other team. So I think that's what's carrying it as, as well to me. I'm not really a fan of Sting showing up, but I mean I understand. So you got the long term booking thing. So I'm not going to tax you for that. I yeah. just. I, I'm just kind of sick of seeing Sting at this point. I need to see him fight somebody. No, fuck now that. Tax is actually ass. now Sting has actually touched somebody. So now that they've touched, next he's like, he's like is, this, is this Sting or Gold is, Dust? Is, 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 like, I wasn't gonna use Sting. I wasn't gonna use Sting. I, I that's I'm building that up to go on my. You're doing. You're show. you're copying. You're copying the original WCW. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a little different. I told it's, you, it's, it's like a vampire. Himself. That's just Sting. It's Sting a vampire where he can't come in unless he's invited. <laughs> <laughs> he's there, so no, he's pretty Krueger. You gotta, you gotta strike fear into people. If you, think, <laughs> you say his name enough, he's gonna pop up and go to work like Candyman. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. Nobody said it any more times. Um, I feel like. Your big payoff has to be really good. Really good. 
because I've been riding with you through these, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait to see where he goes. And every week, it's like, wait to see where he goes. Where is he going? He, he's edging Dingus. you. Going he's going to yeah. blue balls. Like, like, yeah. is gonna call in an airstrike All on Mike's fourth pay per view. No, you know, no, you know what? You know who Sting is? Sting is the monkey from Family Guy that was in the closet. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's who he is. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I feel like this is a kind of a weird match. I'm going to go three and a half. No, three, seven, five. I'm the only one that doesn't have a point. Anything is have a solid three. Let me go. Let me add one. 3.25. I'm going to do that. <laughs> y'all did it. I'm going to do it like y'all did. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the next one then. Mike's sad. A <laughs> little, little bit. But uh, <laughs> I kind of expe- I'm not gonna lie, I kind of expected it. Will you because... would you be happy if I give you a four? Don't give would him don't, no, pity, no, don't give no, him pity no, quarters. No, 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 no pity quarters. No pity money around here. <laughs> anybody deserves this me. I deserve the pity points because I got robbed last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this no, is my I'm... this is my main event. Uh it's Team Cena versus uh which is Nash, Conan, Big Show, and a mystery opponent versus Team WCW, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin, Big E, Cesaro, Sheamus, and a mystery opponent. Two mysteries? In War Games. Uh, I'll get there. It's a build. I'm going to do the build-up now. Don't you wish you had World War Three for your World War Three? Can, no, can you tell me again? Can you tell me again who the people are? Nash, Conan, Big Show, and Cena. Versus Stone Cold, Big E, Cesaro, and Sheamus, and both had mystery teammates. So it's a five on five. Okay, it's a five. Yeah, I enjoy that. You said it was war games. War games. Uh, all right. So (laughs) where's the blood and guts? With Vince McMahon now co-commissioner, he makes a match for World War Three. He says he's got the board of directors to approve this match. The match will be four v four war games match. Bischoff comes out with Cena and Nash and stand at the top of the ramp. They say that the only way they will agree to this match is if it's five versus five and each team can have a mystery teammate. Vince agrees to this, but under one more stipulation. If Team WCW wins, then John Cena will have to put his title on the line at Halloween Havoc. Then uh, then John Cena grabs the mic from Bischoff and says he isn't scared of Vince or Austin or anybody for that matter, and that they accept. Nash and Bischoff look confused as Cena walks away as they stand perplexed with their arms up. Like, um, the following Wait, week... The following week, the NWO comes out to do a promo, and Nash starts talking about the NWO being the greatest thing in wrestling today. No one out there is as dominant as them. As Nash is talking, John Cena takes the mic from Nash and says that Stone Cold is a coward, and that's why he got Vince to do his dirty work. Austin comes out and says says nothing. Then he smiles with the sh- he smiles uh, with a shit eating grin, and he waves his hand, signaling for something or someone from the back. Then a truck comes out, being driven by Cesaro. It gets near the ring, and Austin gets on top uh, with a hose. He points to the ring towards the NWO, who are all confused. Austin then turns on the hose, and they all get sprayed with beer as they slip and slide around the ring. 
The bar is <laughs> the sorry. bar and Biggie stand around the ring in unity against the NWO, holding up beer mugs, cheersing and toasting to one another. I'm sorry. Did, you, did you say cheersing? Yeah, cheersing. I knew you were gonna say something about it, but I couldn't have find any other way to say that. I felt toasting didn't do it right. I thought you said that Stone Cold that, gets on top the of the hose. No, he gets the on action. top of the truck with the hose. The action of saying cheers and clinking your things together is called toasting. I, I, I no, because toasting is also giving a toast. That's that's two separate things, but they're the, the same name. That's what that's <laughs> the way I was trying to get my point across. So, <laughs> so you just made up a word? Yeah, yeah like work. Hey, hey, all right. Honestly, hearing words. you say the word cheersing is having me wreath over here. Wreath and annoyance. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anyways, the match. The match rules for this one are, are all the same as a normal War Games match, except at the beginning of each round, a coin is tossed to determine which team will get a participant. So instead of it being just at the beginning, each round has a coin toss. Um, starting the match, you will see four members of each team waiting outside the cages. For the NWO, you see Cena, Nash, Conan, and Big Show. And Team Austin is represented by... Um, or Team WCW is represented by Austin, Big E, Cesaro, and Sheamus. The first two in the ring is Big E and Conan. Big E starts strong by going right after Conan and gets behind him with a suplex. But Conan not expecting Conan not expecting gets thrown across the ring. Big E goes and picks up Conan, who elbows Big E in the stomach a few times and is able to throw Big E into the turnbuckle shoulder first. Conan goes to throw him into it again, but Big E counters and throws Conan into the cage using Conan like a weapon or using the cage like a weapon. <laughs> Conan flies off the cage and Big E throws him into it again. Big E then picks up Conan and puts him into an arm stretch and punches Conan's exposed ribs. Conan um, is in pain. They brawl some more and Conan finds a way to get the upper hand as the timer counts down and is announced that team WCW won the coin flip this round and team Austin sends or team WCW sends in Sheamus. Sheamus comes in. And we don't get this. Do we get to see the coin toss or no? Or they just tell no, us. No, it just tells us. I mean, we can, if you want that they can do a coin toss, but then it's going to be hard to, you know, you just pre-record I mean, they it. Fake, fake coins. Just pre-recorded. Uh, Sheamus yeah, fake comes coin. in and delivers a big boot right away. Now Sheamus and Big E both stomp on Conan. They pick him up and Sheamus holds Conan while Big E delivers slaps to Conan's chest. Eventually, Conan finds the strength to fight back as Big Show gets sent uh, gets sent in as the fourth man in the match. Big E, uh, I'm sorry, Big Show comes in and gives a hand to his teammate. He clotheslines Sheamus and then. Big E, Big e, Big Show takes Sheamus and throws him into the second ring. In one ring, Conan and Big E brawl. In the other ring, Big Show and Sheamus go at it. The timer counts down, and it is announced that the NWO won the coin toss for that round and send in Kevin Nash. Nash comes in and first helps Conan take on Big E. They beat down Big E in the corner. Nash holds Big E by the neck with his foot, and um, they deliver blow after blow in the in the other ring Sheamus over uh, starts to overcome Big Show but it's no easy task the timer beeps and in comes Cesaro first Cesaro European uppercuts Cohen then Nash 
he helps Biggie uh, up and then runs over to the other ring and uppercuts Big Show. Big Show gets double teamed by the bar and showing off his uh, by his bar and showing off his strength. Cesaro uh, grabs Big Show by the boots and puts Big Show into a Cesaro swing. The timer goes off and it's announced that NWO won the uh, coin toss. Yeah, won the coin toss and John Cena gets in the ring. He starts by helping Nash and Conan beat up Big E, who is doing his best to fight back. Then he moves over to help uh, Big Show take on the bar. He first takes on Cesaro by ta- tackling his legs and then uh, moves on to Sheamus with help of the Big Show. The timer goes off and Austin comes in. He comes in and goes wild, first taking down Conan, then Nash with help of Big E. They clear the ring and move over to the second ring to help the bar against show and cena they all uh brawl together in both they all brawl in both rings and go back and forth the timer rings and it's time for the first mystery teammate it's announced that wcw won the coin toss and the mystery teammate for wcw comes out from uh from the ramp pyro goes off and all you hear is who's that jumping out the sky this Rey mysterio jumps out of the the stage and runs down the ramp and into the ring, putting uh, favor for Team WCW. He comes in and jumps off the top and dives into Conan. Big Show goes to aid Conan and picks Ray up for a choke slam, but Austin attacks the the back of Big Show's legs as he drops Mysterio, who then uh, runs against the ropes and drop kicks Big Show in the head. Team WCW starts to overcome as the timer hits zero. The NWO music comes on, and X-Pac comes down, comes to the ramp as he walks to the start of the ramp, but turns around. He then points two fingers towards the back, and out comes the IC champ, Kenny Omega, who's wearing an NWO shirt. He comes out to the ring and gets in. Kenny starts to fight Team WCW, but in the midst of all this, he also throws Cena into Nash. Both collide. Nash gets up and looks at Cena, and gets his face gets in his face. Both start to yell, and Nash pushes Cena. Now the NW now the NWO, except for Omega, are trying to pull them apart. But what they don't notice is Team WCW around them. Once they get pulled apart, Team WCW pounces at, uh, out, uh, taking out pounces, taking out each member. Austin then sun- stuns Cena and calls him a son of a bitch. Austin gets the pin. Uh, Austin gets the pin on Cena while Nash is clearly watching and letting it happen. Austin gets a three count, winning the match for Team WCW. Team WCW is celebrating as the cage goes up and you see Nash looking down at Cena, staring at him and walks away from him towards the back as the screen fades and the show ends with Team WCW celebrating in the ring. Question. Is Omega celebrating with Team WCW? Uh no, no he's part of NWO. No he's te- he's part of NWO. He's he's he made it look like it wasn't on purpose that he threw them into each other. Like he made them collide, but it it was on purpose. Okay, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna give you a three point five. Like I like the the idea of the match and everything, and I like for the most part the participants. But A, 
the mystery of people being Kenny Omega and Ray kind of bring it down for me. And the the whole thing with Kenny Omega, yeah, like talking about <laughs> the, the whole thing with Kenny Omega, like turning but not turning, like he turned. Like we didn't know he was in the NWO, and then immediately starts doing stupid shit against the NWO. <laughs> like five minutes into being in the NWO, brings it down for me. So yeah, I'm gonna give you a three point five. Anyone? I need more time uh, to digest uh, this. I, I guess I'll go next. I just, I just, I felt like this match was good. For what it was. I agree with Damone that the mystery opponents fell flat for me. Or the mystery partners, whatever the fuck we're calling them. Mystery combatants fell flat for me. Um, I was not excited about Rey Mysterio at all. Hey, keep my I, talk about my talent <laughs> and respect, motherfucker. <laughs> I just did. I don't know why this feels so somber right now. Like, I feel like See, we're... That's what, that's what I got in the train. So I use funeral. it. I feel you. Um... I don't know. I just I've worked with John, and I feel like John's very, very easy to work with. You can get a lot of a lot of good talent from John. Rey Mysterio might not be the best. We're not. Best we're not talking about Rey Mysterio like he's a jobber. Rey Mysterio no, for this though. moment. For this moment, he was. It didn't feel. It didn't feel impactful. It didn't feel like it, it mattered. I mean, they won, didn't they? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. They have Rey. Also, right. um, I noticed something. You made you said that the whole coin the um coin toss thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then you still followed the pattern where it was no, every other. No, it didn't. If you where look, did you it break it? It started with uh the beginning started with uh WCW and then it switched to NWO getting winning the coin tosses. I feel like maybe I misheard or miscounted but it felt like you still stuck with the every other pack. it didn't no it, it didn't i that's uh, why i threw it in there because <laughs> i wanted to get him in in a certain way so just to be just to end my point here this is again very unoriginal still i still feel like you're copying wcw with the team wcw versus team nwo thing the same thing with the sting it was angle. supposed to be Team Austin and Team WCW, but I had I, I have to change I had to change so. Okay, um, so I'm gonna give you a three. I think it, it was good for what it was. Hmm. All right, you Okay, um, I'm personally I like it, so I'm going with a four. But um. I don't. I I feel the same way with uh, Demona. I feel like him coming in there and just immediately just fucking shit up is kind of weird <laughs> in my eyes. That that's where I'm at too. So that's why I didn't give it um, the full five. But I think it was as the as the actual match and just the whole feud goes. I like I said, I would give it. Um, I would give it four four dollars signs. And it's building up to something too with Kevin Nash um, turning on him like that, or at least what it looks like for right now. Did you have the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship and the Intercontinental Champion on your show? What? I thought you had um, 
the Intercontinental Champion because uh, Kenny Omega is the Intercontinental Champion, right? Yeah. So didn't you have his number one contender on also? Yeah, he fought. He fought Kenny Omega. Kenny fought twice. Yeah. Where, where the unions at? Where the unions at? Y'all talking that shit about me? Where the unions at? <laughs> he he fought twice. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would have said, I mean, everybody, oh, I feel like everybody has done that. Travis, you had niggas fighting like five matches. And you only paid them for one, Trav. <laughs> he gave them hot dogs and handshakes for the WWE ratings. Go he paid them in Damone dollars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I paid them in Usher bucks. Usher bucks. Usher bucks. I feel like this match could be very interesting and very intriguing. And I liked the. I liked that you used the proper Rey Mysterio entrance, first of all, because this is the possibly the greatest entrance. Is the TNA got him coming out to Bad Bunny? It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike, I'm gonna give you. uh, I really think I would have liked this. I'm gonna give you five dollars. Hey, good shit. Okay, I was hoping that hearing the other takes would give me some more clarity. Uh, They didn't (laughs) uh, because they were all over the fucking place. Um, I agree about the Kenny Omega thing. Like, of course, I love the Ray pick. It's my fucking talent, and you made him look good, and he won. So, uh, you know, I'm satisfied on that front. Kenny Omega's part in the match was really fucking weird. Was he trying to, like, set up the beats so, between right. Cena and Nash? Was that so, what he was trying to do? The only thing I want to say, because I don't want to ruin my next pay-per-view, yeah. is last paper, last the last one we did, there was remember Kenny Omega was taught before he had that pro he had a promo he was talking to somebody that the cameras couldn't catch. Yeah. So this has this isn't just something that just showed up. Yeah. There was inklings in there, but also <laughs> the fact that that the W the NWO has all the other titles except for the IC title. That's not my issue. My issue isn't him joining the NWO. It's that he joined the NWO, and two minutes later, he's trying to break <laughs> up the NWO. <laughs> so is he just trying to get Nash out the door? Is that what he's trying to do? He, he's he's trying to get. I mean, he he's trying to break the NWO up. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to well, spoil anything. You're, 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 you're I'm going to take yeah. a low rating because it, like I did my first one because I'm building up to my final pay-per-view. No, you're fine. And I just got to be consistent. Like I've said before, I can't rate you for what's going to happen. I have to rate you for what has happened. I was just, just a little bit confused to... about what Kenny Omega was doing because I wasn't sure if he was just trying to, you know, be like, hey, Cena, fuck Kevin Nash, kick him out and let me it's in. Gonna, right, it's going to make more sense. Later. Later on, because you know what? I fucked with a cliffhanger it. in the main event. <laughs> <laughs> watching it, you're you're just as confused because in the the them going into each other was subtle. Like Kenny Omega yeah. doing all that is more Ooh. subtle. I wrote it out and put a point in it, but if it was actually on, it would have been more subtle than anything that you put. Yeah, that, that makes on. more sense that you say it. And, you know, like I said, I like a little bit of confusion in the main events because it gives you a reason to watch the shit or at least pay attention on social media to the shit in between. Uh, I'm going to give this a 3.75. I think you've got the pieces to a great – actually, no, fuck that. I'm going to give it a four with my chest. Uh, 
You got good, good participants. You had a good match. <laughs> I hate that story. you said with your chest. And you, you, you just, I don't know. It's a good match. Is you know, it had a few little quirks and flaws that I would fix and change. But overall, it's a good main event. And it's war games. It's going to be badass and bloody and stuff. So I support it. All right. Dope. That right, was everybody then, right? Good job, Mike. Meh, thanks. <laughs> it was not. I knew, and I knew writing it down how it was going to be, especially, like I said, I used, I used almost half my talent in one match. And two matches I have, I mean, over half my people. So that's how lockdown was for me. Stop uh, flexing on this, Keith. I'm not. I'm stretching. Keith over there trying to threaten us for more dollars. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't gonna pull seventy-five people out. That's <laughs> team up with everybody to have everybody's roster. Oh, um, getting down bad. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that hasn't used anyone else's roster. I need to cash in on some. Some. Um, I used a tiny bit, but on my last show, you I didn't else. use my guys. I thought you used. Uh uh-uh. In your first pay per view, I thought you did. No, that's fair. Keith, can use we can, Keith, evolve. The doors are open. <laughs> doors well, he's are got, he's got like a talent exchange with me, so he can use pretty much any of my guys. I don't really. Yeah. But again, all this see, to be evolve is open for business. Now, now <laughs> that I'm done with that, I won't need any. Like I needed X Pac, and there's a red herring. So, yeah, I wanted X Pac to be the the guy so bad. I, I was actually going to be really underwhelmed by that. I was like, Xbox yeah. is a mystery. Ugh, no, so that's Kenny Omega. That's a lot better. Right. That's I, don't like I was Kenny trying Omega, to. It's way bigger. I was trying to under. Oh, also the shirt. And I know that the audio listeners aren't going to see it, but I'm wearing my, my sick shirt. So my NWO shirt that I'm wearing is my Xbox sick shirt. Uh, so I realized that you really like the term shitty and grin. Yeah, I oh, I do. I realized it too. Well, here's the thing is I write these, I write these at different times. So that's one thing. But also the fact that they all use shitting and grins isn't my fault. There's a whole bunch of shitting like, grins on this show. Like, yeah. Uh, I I like it because it shows that it's like kind of like a sinister cocky smile instead of just like they're happy right. go lucky. Shitty. Exactly. Shitting and grin, man. Uh, all right, so that's book it. I'm pretty underwhelmed. Um, <laughs> it's it's. How are you midnight. underwhelmed by your own guard? I'm underwhelmed by by a lot of the ratings. He's bolts. sad. I am a little sad. Um, because Travis decided to destroy me tonight so <laughs> travis destroys you every week travis travis is about to get some ones and twos in his next pay-per-view I'm you're just saying. being petty yeah i feel like you have been too hey uh, dude, what? you gave him extra money for being petty i don't want to hear it that's fine <laughs> uh, travis got that concussion brain you gotta leave him alone he's not even gonna remember these ratings exactly <laughs> on your show He's going to listen back and change them all anyway. I might. Who knows? I but you know what you, know what you did. Lower. You know what you did with the, with the fucking DDP versus. <laughs> I knew this you weren't going to like it, but I thought that. Did bitches. The, if this were the, Kenny, it would have been EDP versus. Sid <laughs> 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 <said> bitches. <laughs> and I just, I hate it. It just it is what it is. But I gave you some good scores. I gave you a five I, in there. Did you? I don't remember. Yeah. I gave you a four point five. Again, I used, I used all my talent 
in this pay-per-view except for probably a couple. Let's wrap uh, this up. Get, all right. Yeah. yeah anyway, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, do the uh, plugs, Keith. Mike, Damone, you ain't shit. Or do the do the do you want to do no? We'll do the ad. Do you want to do the ads now or during the plugs? Do them during. No, the we've had a long show. Let's just go. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! It has been two hours. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's um, I'm just going. I, I tweet here. sometimes. Uh, follow me on Twitter at primetime Travi T P R I M E T I M E T R A V V or one. And then on Instagram, it's the same thing, but with two V's. And on TikTok, it's the same thing, but with two V's. Did he cut out for anyone else? Yeah, he did. Yeah, you did. All right, do your plugs again. <sighs> <laughs> Clip it. Follow me on Twitter. Primetime Travy T. P R I M E T I M E T R A V Y T. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. P R I M E T I M E T R A V V Y T. Yeah, okay. that's it. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at HuddleX Honcho to catch some general shit posting, usually about wrestling. And that's about it for me today. I'll give you that. Um, follow me on Bad Guy Spoken on every social media. Um, check out my shows on Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube. I be tweeting, so follow me on Twitter at the Money Colt D A M O N E Y uh, C L T like the team. Go Colts! Gonna win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd be tweeting and about football, wrestling, politics, and just random shit. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at hi-fi underscore Mike. You can find me on TikTok, hi-fi Mike, no underscore. And you can follow me personally at Keith underscore the chief on Twitter, or you can go to book it T13 on tweeters or go to T13 media on Facebook. Or if you want to see all of our shows and find everywhere that you can find T13 Media, go to T13Media.com. While you're there, stop off at our store and check out some of our excellent merchandise, including pajamas. I said they're like Oprah. <laughs> T13Media.com. Go to the store. Check out shirts. Also, throughout the month of June, any uh, merchandise sold with the Black Lives Matter logo on it will be directly, or the proceeds will be directly given to a charity. Um, I'm sorry, I forget the charity. Travi, do you remember the name of the charity? Uh, Project Zero. Yes, Project Zero. Uh, all proceeds from any sales from the Black Lives Matter logo that we have on there will go directly to Project Zero. All right. Well, that is Book It. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.